0: Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Ram Nintendo Podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Elvis. And today's episode is Turning Over a New Leaf, where we talk about Animal Crossing with full impressions and a new Super Luigi U later in the show. But before that, I want to point out that we're bringing back our occasional third chair with the return of Elvis. Hi, Elvis. Hi. Yeah, my name's Elvis. Yeah, you're Elvis. Cool. Yeah, (laughs) uh, you may know Elvis from such episodes as uh, episode 8, where we talked about Metal Gear Solid, and you gave us impressions of that. And episode 18, where you talked about, I believe, Dylan's Rolling Western. And then episode twenty, where you were with, at a, with us at Comic Con and shared early Wii U thoughts way before the system came out.
1: You Any actually was of... us at Comic
0: Con. Was I? <laughs> Pretty sure the hotel was under my name.
1: <laughs> but <laughs>
0: either <it's> way, way. <laughs> uh, no, it was. Yeah, it's it's good to have you back. So welcome back. Oh,
2: thank and
0: you. Uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, it's been interesting. You picked a good episode to jump in because there's been kind of an interesting. I know how to pick them. Period, yeah. there has been an interesting period of uh, news these past two weeks because, you know, E3 is over, so there's a lull of, like, real news. But in its place, there's been a lot of interviews that have come out from E3. A lot of journalists have finally been able to sit down and write things and not run around. So we have all sorts of new insights on upcoming games by way of interviews. We uh, also have some more general stuff and why, you know, things about games we didn't even know were coming, like uh, Steel Diver is coming back, which kind of came out of nowhere. So we're going to discuss all of that. As well as a few third-party games that we got new info on um, later in the show, but beforehand we're gonna kick off with some very recent game announcements by way of uh, new Wii U eShop games from a couple different indie devs. So we'll kick off with that. We'll jump into E3. We'll start with the E3 games and kind of build out to like general like Nintendo philosophies and things. And then uh, Jason, my sales corner is back. Jason Sales Car from May NPD.
2: Jail sales corner.
0: Yeah. Do you say jail sales corner? Yes. Yeah, it's it's j- jail. It's like prison for you <laughs> that you're forced
1: to listen. Trump <laughs>
0: But, um, but yeah, and then we're gonna like I said at the start of the show, we're gonna wrap up with our full impressions of, from all three of us of Animal Crossing New Leaf and New Super Luigi U. So uh, it's a lot of different things. I highly recommend if you don't already uh use our timestamps on the blog post at RamTown dot com just to easily find what you want to talk or what you wanna hear us talk about. So with that said, uh anyone wanna talk about some eShop games on the Wii U, maybe?
1: Possibly. New ones or old ones or yeah, we
0: yeah, there's a lot of really good indie stuff now, I'd say. Like out of nowhere, this
1: past week, really. keep we going to the eShop. I'm still waiting for Capcom to release Dungeons um, Dragons Miss. Or, it got
0: caught up in uh, Nintendo's lot approval or something like that, um, is what they claim. I think they probably got a late start on it. My guess is it was in development for PS3 and 360 first, then they yeah. added Wii U. So now they're just using the excuse oh. of, well, Nintendo's slow, which they're not, as a reason <laughs> for why, but it's coming. Well, it probably I, want it. you. I mean, I
1: could have gotten yeah, it already on the PS3, 50, but... Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I could have gotten it already, but... I don't know why. Like, I saying? mean, might as well get it on the Wii U. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it has the extra gamepad features, so there's yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like every but other
1: single game. Exactly. Game.
0: Yeah. And, and actually, most of the indie games we're about to talk about are in the same boat, in the sense that uh, they have... You know, they're on multiple systems, but the Wii U ones will get a little extra something in terms of gamepad use so uh, I guess we'll start with the first of the bunch there's about four of them uh, first up is a new puzzle platformer coming to Wii U's eShop called Tesla Grad Tesla as in like electric coils yeah. because the game uh, is themed around electricity and magnetism and uh yeah magnetism that yeah. didn't sound right when I said it. so um first of all I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer but it yeah, looks it just, gorgeous like it's such a cool it, it kind of reminds me of Brave I mean it, it, in how it looks, looks,
1: looks good but like when I saw like I don't know, it didn't really have anything that quite jumped out right away. I like, well, i put it oh, this well, way. The cause, character... cause, like, I guess the way I want to say like, there's been so many like indie games that now have come, there's been so many good puzzle platforming, right? artsy looking It's games lost some of its appeal. Yeah, it's kind of turning into like, oh, it's now, it's almost like its own RPG, I mean, not RPG, um, first person shooter kind of thing. Like, it's oh, like it's, the it's indie a, version of a first person shooter. It's another artsy <laughs> puzzle platformer. Right.
0: But I'll admit that, yeah, the character himself looked kind of whatever, but I really, like, I thought the environments looked really nice. Like, they were kind of, like, a mix of, like, Braid and, like, Shovel Knight, in terms of, like, kind of retro, but kind of not. Like, there was one part they showed, like... <laughs> Someone Knight's, like, straight I up... I know, I know, it's straight up pixel art, that's what I know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because there was one part they showed him climbing some, like, I don't know what, there's a ladder, and to the right of it was, like, it almost looked like hand-drawn pixels, like it was rock face, but it was, like, a repeating oh, pattern okay. in kind of a pixely way. So yeah. I thought, I thought that was kind of neat, but... The big hook, since you're right, there are a million puzzle platformers now. The big hook is that, uh, like I said, it's electricity and magnetism you're working yeah. with. So there's going to be a hundred rooms that you're going to be exploring. And uh, as the story unfolds, you're going to be, you know, getting to new rooms and whatnot. And the story is actually... This is a little different than some indie games. The story won't have dialogue. There won't be voice acting. There won't be text. It's literally just...
1: So, so, sounds so game. indie. Yeah. It's it literally... like kind <laughs> of um, starship
0: damry yeah kind of like that like the developers over at a uh, rain games i believe they are norse developers on the way that would matter but there you go uh <laughs> they they literally <laughs> were, off. yeah are all those crazy <laughs> norse people no uh no they were saying that they want so you literally it's just you in the game like they're, they're making it as unrestricted as possible there won't be cutscenes. scenes there's not gonna be load times so there's not gonna be a heads-up display on the screen you won't know your health or anything immediately you'd have to i guess pause or look at the gamepad or something but yeah they're trying to make it really just like it's you in the world
1: you oh, and the yeah. you
0: and the Tesla coils, so <laughs> so uh, yeah. It's it's set, it's coming out this holiday. It's gonna be on eShop, uh, PC, Mac, Linux, PS3. They haven't really talked about the gamepad because I mean, like I said, that's like what would differentiate it. But right. um, they did release one screenshot that showed what looked like either an inventory or a map on the lower screen, which I guess is handy, but kind of undermines their whole. It's just you in the game. If they have like a yeah. giant cheat system on the lower screen, but. I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued. I mean, it's there's a hundred rooms in one giant tower that you're gonna be like kind of working your way up. Kind of reminds me of Lost in Shadow on uh, Wii in that regard because yeah. it's all one tower. So,
1: Can you, have you ever actually ever felt
0: like you're in a game? Sure, oh, Animal yeah. Crossing, to some extent, probably because they are more like coming out to you. <laughs> oh, okay. it's three D. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'd say like some. Yeah, I mean, like some Zelda's. I think Wind Waker. I really like got engrossed in and like had that whole like. Like, when stuff happened, possibly because Link was so expressive with his face, it's <laughs> so like, when stuff happened, it's like, oh, whoa, stuff is happening. Like, it felt like more, <laughs> like it resonated more than just like, oh no, Bowser sent a fireball your way, or something like that. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that is Tesla Grab, and perhaps more noteworthy than Tesla Grab, especially in terms of art style, because Jose, you made a good point that it looks nice, so it's not like special, is uh, this one, which is, I don't even know how to say it Armacrog?
1: Armacrog, Armacrog, pronounced
0: it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a new tile from the dude that brought us Earthworm Jim. Oh, that one. Yeah, and it's uh, claymation, full claymation. They're doing stop motion for everything. Like yeah. they're they're filming it scene by scene, and then it'll play out almost like full motion
1: videos that you interact with. Yeah. Every single level is a little set that they built. Yeah,
0: they built everything, and like if you kickstarted it, I think the kickstarting campaign, I think the campaign ended. Right, oh, yeah, it, ended, yeah, it, ended. Yeah, it ended. Right, but if you kickstarted it, you could if you paid enough, you could actually get the props from the claymation, like the or, guys, all oh, oh, cool. on the back... but, but, the but it's in thousands. Yeah, so but yeah. still, uh, if you paid enough. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> okay. If you their
1: Kickstarter page for Armored Crog, you can still see the. A lot of videos where they actually show you like the process, and you even get to see. Entire storyboard uh, or animatic of the whole intro cutscene,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then they show you like part of it in stop motion. But obviously, they're not going to show you the whole thing because it kind of spoils. Yeah, i it, but you know.
0: yeah, it's uh, well, the game itself, I mean, yeah, that they don't want to ruin the ending because the thing is, it's a point and click adventure, which means it's very story driven, so they're not, they're definitely going to only show you the very beginning, but um. What it, what's interesting about it is not just it's a claymated game which in of itself is kind of cool but the talent behind it it's the Earthworm Gym team it's a team behind the, Never, uh, the Neverhood which was another classic point click game so they're, they're really just like make, also stop motion yeah also stop yeah. motion so they're basically taking Neverhood and making the spiritual successor with uh, Armacrog or however you say it <laughs> Armacrog?
1: yeah yeah. the developer really likes some um, characters with skinny heads and big torches yeah legs. yeah he's
0: literally the main guy of Armacrog which is a space explorer named Tommy Knott he looks basically like Earthworm Jim, mm. but not a worm. <laughs>
1: and he has but a yeah, dog.
0: Yeah, he has a dog. He has uh, I believe his name is Beak Beak, who's an alien dog.
1: Didn't did he say something about, like, oh, this dog's like, his pal, like, and drinks with him? And
0: yeah, yeah, the dog. It's like, more yeah. than just, like, a normal dog yeah, in yeah, our he world. He
1: has, like, the voice is very rough and scrappy. Not scrappy, but it's just a very deep, rough voice. I don't want to say it sounds like... Like Scruff McGruff? I don't want to say it sounds kind of like Danny DeVito, <laughs> but not really. I don't know, that's like the closest I could Danny think of. Danny DeVito? As a comparison, just like... Yeah, I, I guess I can see it. you And then we hear it, here's nothing like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they're just like, off the tongue, <laughs> but
0: um, But, yeah, in terms of gameplay, because, I mean, they're being quiet on the story, because playing click, you want to experience the story for yourself. But in terms of gameplay, they're trying to make it basically... It's essentially a run of a mill point and click, just a yeah, really good one.
1: Probably find your items. You have to see yeah. what it interacts with. And yeah, they're
0: promising them. puzzles for all that, like you said. Like uh, that one game,
1: me- me- mechanism, Make your little robot. Oh, machin me- 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 mechanism. Me- it's another point. I'll let click. you guys figure out how to pronounce it for a while, <laughs> while before I. Oh, mechanarium. Oh, me- me- mechanarium. Oh, it's another point in. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's robot. how a lot
0: of point and clicks are, Sounds especially true. like these older like '90s style ones, which is what this kind yeah. of is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're promising the same story. You know, you have the witty story, the memorable characters. I mean, obviously, we already remember the lead characters. Are, <laughs> and we don't even know much about the game. But, um... dog's cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, honestly, the most interesting part to me... I mean, yeah, the game itself sounds cool, but it's interesting that Nintendo reached out to them. Like, the, the studio that's making this is Pencil Test Studios. They're, like, the neighborhood's team kind of reformed. And Nintendo saw the game at E3 and then contacted them saying, hey, do you want to bring it to Wii U? And the developer's like, oh, well, okay, sure, we'll only we'll get a stretch goal. And then the stretch goal is met, so now it's going to Wii I mean,
1: it just seemed kind of enthusiastic about it, and they actually went out and well, made yeah, but their my, own...
0: But my point was, they're yeah. not like, they didn't plan it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't until Nintendo approached them, which says a lot about Nintendo's strategy with indie devs, because it used to be, Nintendo would just accept what comes their way, and it's like, oh, well, we'll accept it, but we're not going to charge you for a dev kit or whatever, and now they're actually going out of the way to say, hey, we want this game on our system, let's make it happen. Like it's they're really progressing pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. Spot potential,
0: yeah, they Maybe. do spot potential,
1: but just uh, fit with Nintendo has a this whole cartoony mm-hmm. that's true world. It's a perfect
0: fit for Nintendo, yeah, and it's obviously going to be using the gamepad in some no, different no, it's ways. Like they don't have to, but it's nice. That yeah, they are. they're actually doing some cool stuff. They posted on their Kickstarter some like early concepts of what they might do. So uh, they're really just sketches with like little notes. So mm-hmm. it's not 100 percent sure that that's what they're going to do, but what they're thinking is the touchscreen um generally speaking on the gamepad it's gonna be your inventory but it's not just gonna be a menu it's gonna be the stomach of tommy not Something the aliens um, oh, like yeah. yeah like uh Kirby. Squad. yeah it's like squeak squad or like um what was that game from the henry hatcher people monster tale where you had to like take care of your monster on the bottom screen but on the top screen was uh what was going on in the world so, like, you had to feed the monster and manage all your stuff on the bomb screen. Um, I mean, this is a little less but than that. It's more so like Squeak
1: Squad, just yes, because you have all your items and then you just tap it to use it. Oh, okay. I mean, well, yeah. It's literally Kirby's stomach. Right, right. Screen. So, yeah, this one's literally it's the guy's stomach.
0: the The clever thing is, I don't know if they did just a Squeak Squad, but as you walk in the game, his stomach will jiggle. So all like, the items uh, will uh, bounce oh. around.
1: Oh, you know, they didn't uh, do that in Squeak Squad. I think they were just bubbles. a
0: nice touch, but. That's cool. Yeah, and beyond that, you're also going to be able to use his dog, Beak Beak. Yeah. as a first person camera well, to not like a camera
1: He's apparently a blind dog yeah but he gets yeah. to be a camera so how it'll work <laughs> is like at any so point
0: in the game you can like hold up the gamepad towards the TV and then use the gyro to like look around the environment through the dog's blind eyes I guess yeah,
1: they showed like a mannequin like- head and then when they put the gamepad in front of it it had like the face like yeah. oh go this way or this yeah. or something's fake or whatever. which means there must be some exclusive puzzles
0: they already promised that they're gonna do some puzzles that involve like drawing and using the stylus but I guess they're doing some with Beak Beak as mm-hmm. well
1: it's also, sure. like in his point of view, like it, since he's all small, what do you see, like?
0: Yeah, it's his like legs. well, how no, how it works is like, uh, at least in the sketch, they showed one sketch, so take it as you will. But uh, <laughs> it was him holding up the dog, almost like a camcorder to his face. Oh, and, so like he's, he's holding the dog. dog. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's it's kind of ridiculous, but. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Overall, the game to me sounds pretty fantastic. Like like you said, Jose, it's yeah, perfect for Nintendo. More
1: platforms. way to appreciate the environment. The yeah. gyro.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. For that, definitely. I agree.
1: Oh man, I wonder. That sounds like a lot of work if they're going to do it in stop motion. Well, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably only certain yeah, puzzles. Yeah, it's probably going to be like, oh, you could only use a mo and only move it this much, probably. But I mean, yeah. for those kind of games, you don't really have or to. Or Easter eggs, is it? Yeah, yeah. they're going to do
0: so many Easter eggs. I bet there's going to be like an Earthworm Gym oh, figurine yeah. in the corner of the room or something. Just to totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the right. What? Well, yeah. the guy owns it, I think. I don't even know who owns Earthworm Gym. I don't anymore. know how It used to be Interplay, then they became Atari, then Atari went bankrupt. Yeah. I, I have no idea. But either way...
1: Yeah, definitely a must-buy. Yeah,
0: Armacrog sounds super cool, and I'm super excited. It uh, I don't believe it's coming out for quite a while, though. So, no. I don't know. We're just going to have to <laughs> sit and wait. Um, keeping Since we're on the topic of 2D, kind of side-scrollery games, uh, reminds now's probably a good time to bring up a game that did not go through Kickstarter. All these other ones did, but uh, yeah. there's a new game from the guy behind Conquerors Bad Fur Day, a man named Chris Seaver. And he's creating this platformer of sorts for both the Wii U and 3DS eShop called The Unlikely Legend of Rusty Pup. It's going <laughs> to be dark, but it's not going to be adult, like Conquer. Like, the story will be dark, but it's not going to have gore. It's not going to have overly, like, sexual things or over-the-top so
1: like, oh, here's this puppy.
0: Here's I guess. Ooh, yeah, because, like, you're... His the, doggy
1: parents died. Pretty much. I you're think.
0: helping this... It almost looks like a unicycle, like, in the concept art I saw. And you're helping it, like, navigate the world and stay safe. So the gameplay they're being they're being so vague about it, but I'm, I'm pretty much intrigued because Chris Evers was one of the main developers at Rare, obviously, and one of his fellow ex-developers, um, Sean Pyle, I believe. Yeah, together they're uh, making this game, so they have the talent. Like I'm, mm-hmm. just that alone makes me kind of interested. But um, what they did say is that it's going to be you're going to be it's going to be a 2D plane. You're going to be moving in and out of the screen. I imagine kind of like Mutant Muds. Or like Warren or Donkey Kong, or Wario Land way back on Virtual Boy. Uh, so it's gonna be kind of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like the most obscure game. You know, Wario Land. All ten of you that played it must know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, no, so it's gonna be like that. Except you're not necessarily gonna be interacting with Rusty Pup. You're gonna be mm-hmm. interacting. The way he described it, it sounds almost like you're gonna be interacting with the environment, kind of like the Rayman Legends Murphy stages, where you use the gamepad to like. Keep you know, move uh, Yeah, exactly. It sounds like it might be more like that, where uh, you're moving the environment around and changing the environment to keep Rusty Pup from dying. Uh, but uh, then again, he said there's some. He also said there's some like lemming style elements involved, which would kind of fit that with that cool, idea. It? It's like maybe yeah. there's like a
1: pit with dogs in a fall, so you have to go and find and create like a some right. bridge. Right, right. You know. But he, he was
0: saying it's some brand new mechanic that they're not even sure they're even going to fully implement, so he doesn't want to say too much. So it's uh. something beyond just you're moving the environment around. I'm I don't know. <laughs> But, but either way, I mean, the, the pedigree of these developers, I'm curious to see where it goes, mm. and they, uh, yeah, it's coming from, their studio's called Gory Detail, <laughs> which doesn't really fit with the theme of this, it seems, okay. but, um, they previously, I believe, made an iPhone game or two that were pretty well-received, so, who knows, but we have about 18 months until it comes out, like, during mm. the conceptual phases, so, it may never come out, who knows, but right now, it's cool to see some ex-rare people come back to Nintendo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <glad. I> just <laughs> for Wii that hopefully won't get canceled.
0: Yeah. Or no, a- I don't think it will. I mean, it's coming to 3DS, so we'll play it on... So- excuse me. We'll play it on something for sure. Question is what. But uh, there is more than platformers coming to the eShop, shockingly. I mean, the Whoa. point you raised earlier, Jose, about how like, everything's a puzzle platformer, that's super true now that I think about it. Yeah. But here's one that isn't. So it's in... Here's the second popular genre among... Uh,
1: Easier for indies to make than the first-person of 3D world, Yeah, it totally I mean, is. It's, yeah. it's the most... And it,
0: it just feels more artsy because they could do like crazy different art styles, and it fits no matter what they yeah. do. It could be watercolor, it could be stick figures, whatever it is, it makes sense. In
1: you 2D. Take a fez and all
0: those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fez with the pixel, three D pixel art, yeah. But uh, this one is probably the second most common genre among indies, I'd say, and that's an RPG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, this this game actually just hit its Kickstarter stretch goal a day or two before we recorded this, I think. And, um, Congrats to them. Again. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called Soul Saga. It's going to be a JRPG style. J? Yeah, Japanese, Japanese style. Oh, okay. yeah. So it's going to be a, as in like Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy versus, say, Tales of Symphonia versus, say, uh, Mass yeah. Effect or Dragon Age. It really sounds cool. So, yeah, it's going uh, to be kind of Wii U now, thanks to the stretch goal, and it's very 90s inspired. They're promising, uh, you know, a battle system is kind of like a mix of Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy X. That like just give you an idea of uh, like, <laughs> what? That's what he said. That's no, what it says on the site. No, I know, but I've <laughs> never played Final Fantasy Ten. and... Hey, those are very common games. No, I guarantee I, I guarantee most people that listen oh, are no, no, like, no, no. oh,
1: okay. No, just, just me, for example, that, that doesn't really tell me anything. Well, here, I'm going into more detail.
0: <laughs> uh, so, okay. Basically, it's going to be, uh, there's no random encounters. So that's already drawing from those games. There's no random encounters. You I see don't, everyone don't before... Mom. What? No random encounters like Pokemon, oh. yeah. It's gotta be you the see the enemy. The Pokemon. You see yeah. the enemy. <laughs> we can avoid them. Right, it's right. It's like how you could avoid the trainers. The grass. It's gonna be like how you could avoid trainers in Pokemon. Like you could see, or like in Tales of Supply, how you can see the enemy is at a yeah. uh, in just distance.
1: touch them in contact. Right. They right. randomly, but...
0: Right. It's going to be like that. And then what they're gonna do on top of that is when the battle begins, it is turn-based as normal, but it's uh, gonna be more layered than just you are told, go attack the guy and you hit A to attack him. Like, they're doing all sorts of different things involving elements. So if you use an electric attack, it might be stronger against something or weaker against something, which is kind of Pokemon-ish. Pokemon. <laughs> but then they're also doing things like uh, Emmys will have shields or have, like, armor or have things that you have to knock down first before you get to the enemy themselves. And when you do that, that's really where <laughs> the elements come in. So you may need to have someone that's good with electricity to take down, I don't know, something that may conduct electricity. Like, find me. Right, oh. and then and then after that, you see the enemy, but suddenly, oh, okay, in that case, a fire attack would be good against them. So you need someone on your team. So it's kind of like Pokemon mixed with, like, a normal. And from what RPG. I'm reading, it sounds
1: really deep. Like, oh, the electricity could conduct the shield, also, oh, that's not good. And then right. you want to burn the shield because then you're going to get burned yourself. And, right, yeah, because, oh.
0: and of course, like, it, yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like. Yeah, it's, it's super deep. So it's kind of taking the concepts like Pokemon or Final Fantasy X or any of those. I'm saying Final Fantasy X because most no, people know that, but that one. That sounds good. Like if only like Pokemon had the image, it's like, oh, attack his
1: wing. So he doesn't fly. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Use Earthquake or something.
0: It's actually a really clever idea. And that's supposedly so what's like, that. It's like taking that core <laughs> idea and really expanding on it. I don't so know. What, what if
1: you're in a Sky <laughs> Battle and then you like attack the wing or something? Then they fall down and you automatically win, I guess. Pretty Pokemon, much. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But,
0: but yeah, so this game... Uh, I mean, besides the battle system, which took forever. To, it's hard, I've come to realize, it's, <laughs> in the year and a half that we've been doing this podcast, I've come to realize it's really hard to explain battle systems. Just loud. compare
1: them with the game, other games. Yeah, I
0: did, and you laughed. Oh, <laughs> not because I didn't know the game. Right, <laughs> but... No, it's just like... Technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... Either way, it's still kind of hard, because it's like... I know, and you like, can, you can't just describe it, because it just sounds wonky. Like, it's not weird. I know, I know. Like, and
1: even then, you still can guarantee that everyone won all the games. Right, games. but... It's exactly. Like Batman, used smash Square, and Counter was triangle yeah but that's not RPG <laughs> oh I guess RPG battle styles yeah, yeah but uh, yeah I would not know how to explain Project Crosszone
0: yeah I d- <laughs> like, even in the demo I didn't know what was happening <laughs> like it took me like half the demo like I had fun whatever was going on I enjoyed it but it took forever for me to figure out what was going on it's like actually
1: a, really simple but like no, I don't know I how mean, to explain it yeah
0: exactly like once I once it clicked I was like oh but yeah. it took a while to click but back to uh, Soul Saga for a bit, there is more to it than battles that I feel like we Whoa. should probably touch on. I know, right? So the whole thing's got to have kind of anime, cel shaded art style. It's got to be 3D, so it's not going to be sprites, which are something that uh, in- indie devs usually lean on a little too much. So he's making 3D environments. Uh, he's promising all sorts of, like, exploration and combat and uh, story-based <laughs> interaction with, like, party members. So it's not just going to be you out there. It's going to be, like, Taylor Sinfonia, where there's other characters and you talk to them and have dialogue.
1: Multiplayer?
0: He didn't say. But here's the thing the game is literally a year away it's coming out next july so there's time for him to add all that there's time for him to explain yeah. how the wii u will be used but right now it's confirmed uh it'll be on wii u i believe it'll be on psn on both ps4 and vita so it's gonna be a lot of different xbox, xbox.
1: not that xbox doesn't really do a whole <laughs> lot
0: of indie stuff they were and, and,
1: and then yeah games. but they don't
0: currently as of i mean this might have changed they just had a conference uh called build where they bring all their developers together of all their software and it's like, hey guys, check out this new stuff. Like, they rolled out Windows 8.1, for example. <laughs> but they supposedly were going to announce self-publishing for indies, which they can do on Nintendo and they can do on Sony. Same. I don't know if they announced it. I did not see anything about it, so I'm guessing they didn't. So right now, Xbox actually lasts in terms of indie support, which is fine because they really st- started the trend. <laughs> so take that as you will. But, but yeah, um, I don't know. I can't even think of any games that are coming to Xbox One or Indie. There's like one. There's one that Xbox... And, there's two. There's Minecraft, which is barely indie anymore. Yeah. And there's... Every
1: kid in, like, the school I work with like, is a huge fan of Minecraft. History. Oh, yeah. Dude,
0: if you go and, like, walk past the Hot Topic, they have, like, true. 20 oh, hot yeah. uh, Minecraft things in the window. Like, it's nuts. Or, like, if you go to, like, Comic-Con or Anime Expo, it's, like, they have giant blockheads everywhere. Like, you know. Yeah, they, for so. yeah, mm-hmm. It's crazy. But, um, so I guess switching back to eShop, the one final game we have to talk about... That's coming to the eShop is nowhere near as indie. In fact, it's kind of the opposite of indie, but it's uh, Star Wars pinball. I know how you were just talking about
1: Star Wars, that it's the biggest thing ever. Yeah, last episode, or
0: a couple episodes ago. Yeah, did you know? Wait, Alex, have you seen Star Wars? The only one I've
1: seen was one where they have like a party with bears and all oh, uh, the ghosts in it? called Ewoks. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ewoks. <laughs>
0: they had a bear party. Yeah, they're called <laughs> Ewoks. Yeah, I remember that. Dude, I'm not even.
1: Which versions are those? The, the one where... Uh, uh, Avengers, Phantom Menace The one where he becomes Darth Vader because he gets chopped at the end of Lava Battle. I don't know if I just know the scene because it's so famous. But you saw the Power Racing one? Movie? I played the game. Alright, oh, oh, that's good racing. enough. Well,
0: anyway, well, saw what I It's not less. It sounds like that <laughs> sounds. Yeah, I was shocked that Jose never saw the original trilogy, and now I'm more shocked. I think me. I've only
1: seen one movie in, in its entirety. Okay, well,
0: he's seen at least one. Wait, uh, that's the, not new or the old,
1: the old. Well, the, part, the last point where they're all dead on a ghost. oh, the ghosts. What? Oh, Are the ghosts? Are the little Yoda ghosts? And then <laughs> old, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, old. they're
0: all. He's seen the old one, so there's
1: that. You haven't, Jose.
0: But whatever. We talked about that like three episodes ago. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. But anyway, Star Wars pinball. <laughs> Back on track. Uh, it's coming July 11th, which is really soon. Actually, before our next episode, I think. So, in, in this two-week gap. And, uh, for everyone who's played Zen Pinball 2, they're kind of taking the enhancement from that, from the Wii U version of that, and bringing them Star Pinball, which has already been a big hit on other platforms. So, we're going to see off-TV play. The gamepad screen can have your little, uh, you know, <laughs> ball shooter and the dot matrix scoreboard. And then they're doing some new stuff. What were you
1: giggling? <laughs> no, I, I like to think there's someone excited for this game. I do know, I'm just yeah, I no, i just re- I'm
0: just relaying the facts. It's a big game for Nintendo again on eShop.
1: Not nothing being excited for the game in particular. Would you prefer that? if I not know? There's would someone you prefer out there. if
0: I go, man, it's gonna have this like off T V play thing, like why? Is that what you prefer? <laughs> no,
1: it is in the back of my mind like I know there's um, someone out there. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
0: But, um, yeah, I mean, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because, like, it's a bigger release She's for like the Shop. Yeah, there, someone right now is, like, crying. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, yes, yes. But, um. I needed a game to play. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like 98%. Like, I'd like, say, nine, yeah, like, all Wii U owners are in that mindset. I need a game to play. Although, we've had a good release lately. Like, like, we, we had Game of Wario, we had New Luigi U. So, New Super <laughs> Luigi U. He's Super, I forgot Super. But anyway, uh, they are adding some new things to Star Wars Pinball. Actually, sound kind of cool in concept to make it more than just like extra tables that they couldn't bother putting in pinball 2 so like uh in Star Wars pinball you decide if you want to be part of the good guys or bad guys, uh, it be Galactic Empire or Rebel Alliance and every score you do will automatically like make will automatically submit to their servers and then the game will visibly change one way or another Tortoise or side is like winning on the scoreboard so oh, like the menus so- will change color and like the options will change and the sound effects will change everything will like change like physically change so you're kind of in control of how the game looks and feels based on Make what you it more and personal. your yeah. Well, except you don't <laughs> really get to personalize it. You just have to play well and hope your teammates around the world are playing well. That's cool. Um, although, of course, if you want to not partake in the craziness, they also have just normal online leaderboards between friends. So, but uh, yeah, the whole thing. Unlike Zen Pinball Two, which was a free to, free to download and you pay by table, this one is going to cost ten bucks up front. Which I don't know. Yeah. To me, I kind of almost prefer that because, like with Zen Pinball Two, they basically gave you a platform. And then you pick what you want to install on it. So it's, yeah. you pick your tails, but each tail is like three bucks. But if, if, Star Wars, if Star Wars pinball comes with say four or five tables right there, it's already worth the money because yeah. you're already getting a better deal. So I don't know. I mean, have you have you
1: ever you played Zen pinball too? I played every demo that's been available. Yeah, I, 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 I played all two minutes of it before. Yeah, it pinball it's well made. I mean, they did, you can yeah. tell they put a lot of effort into it. I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, I
0: li- I liked it, but I, didn't know, I like I wasn't drawn to buy a I feel like
1: when I play it, i can, I'm kind of excited to just try it, but then I'm right. like, well, oh, I guess I don't really enjoy pinball that much like in it's, itself. It's weird, because I love po- Pokemon Pinball, yeah, yeah, and I but...
0: love Metroid Prime Pinball. Like, both of those oh, games are yeah, amazing. Yeah, Metroid is awesome. Yeah, Metroid Prime. But, <laughs> I don't know what, story, I think, Zen- yeah, maybe it's just because we're not into the themes of it. Like, Zen really? Pinball 2 had, what?
1: Oh, no, I mean, when you fight really, or... Oh, Pokemon, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But, uh, Zen Pinball... Yeah, I met No,
1: you fight Metroid Prime. Did yeah, really? I, I, yeah. I know. Uh, do you fight really? That, I remember fighting really, but. You definitely fight. you fight an Omega Pirate and Metroid Prime? I don't remember. Okay, I just implemented that memory. But <laughs> so anyway. But okay, well, I <laughs> the, the themes. Yeah, I guess it's like. We care about Metroid, so we're going to. We care about Metroid, we care about Pokemon. We're not, we're not, not big on Marvel right? or, or Plants vs. Zombies.
0: zombies Jinx. Or,
1: I mean, we're six <laughs> oh, okay, but no uh, <laughs> I wish yeah. I could play the Mario pinball table
0: in my Animal Crossing house but uh. yeah that'd be cool <laughs> wait did you say Mario pinball that one wasn't that good I oh. tried a demo of it at something no that. it's just a no, it's pinball, pinball table, table. <laughs> oh it's a I said pinball. Mario pinball Oh, Mario no. Pinball was the weak link in Nintendo's pinball chain <laughs> like Metroid was good was good I have a good. real Mario like no, no 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 I mean Mario Pinball <laughs> Advance for Game Boy Advance oh that it one. was weird because the camera was super zoomed in so it was like
1: no we never played yeah that. it
0: was super I played a demo at I don't even remember some IGN event I think it was super zoomed in. Like, super zoomed in. the graphics in. So, cool. it, it looked really good in three, in, uh, for a Game Boy Advance game. Like it looked First 3- person view of the board. Yeah, it looked 3D, <laughs> but, like, the camera was so close you couldn't see the table. So, like, you didn't know what was happening until you hit the obstacle
1: or until oh. you, like, fell off the table. So... And you puke.
0: Well, I mean, it, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny screen. I don't think you're getting motion sickness, but...
1: <laughs> well, you'd just be surprised how many people can't handle, the, can't handle the 3D.
0: Yeah, but, well... Yeah. But that's that's stereoscopic versus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> versus Game Boy Advance Mode 7 sprite work. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. So if you're into Star Wars or if you're into Zen Pinball, Star Wars Pinball is basically the must-have of the summer until
1: Pikmin. you your definitive Star Wars Pinball experience.
0: It's your only Star Wars Pinball experience. <laughs> but, yeah, that I think that pretty much wraps up uh, the new EShop entry I we're going to talk about. Like, it's cool. To me, at least, it's really cool that all these indie games and then Star Wars Pinball are, um, are actually like hitting Wii U I know, pretty A lot of them are getting Wii U
1: stretch goals or are, it's always PC, Mac, and Wii U. Yeah. And yeah. what's yeah. interesting about like, like... There's some other RPGs we didn't even mention that. like I mean, they're still, yeah. there's still... Yeah, there's some going. that haven't happened. There's one called A Hat in Time which yeah, I'm like purposely one, not bringing yeah. up until it's one? official.
0: Yeah, the one that looks like Wind
1: Waker. Mm. Yeah, it made its Kickstarter but they're not... They're waiting for a developer. Yeah, I the mean, way, a publisher. A few... Like, way
0: back before I threw... I think like in May... Maybe in April we asked listeners, you guys, um hmm. if we should cover indie games as they get announced or as they are confirmed for Wii U and the, the thing I the vibe I was getting is confirmed for Wii U, which is why we haven't talked yeah, about it. it yeah, yeah. definitely
1: want it to come like they right, really but there's no it way it no. Yeah. So
0: it just it makes more sense. Like we don't know if a happens Time's coming for Wii U but as soon as it does yeah. we'll obviously break down what it what it is, yeah. what's so cool about because it. it is really cool. It
1: looks yeah. It'll One more thing that I noticed they said is um, first they said, that oh, we need a publisher to get it there, but, yeah. we, but you could self-publish your games on the Wii U, right? Yeah,
0: but I think they were saying that it, be- it's, it's something because I don't think they can afford get See, what Nintendo does with indie games is they will let you self-publish for free but you, unless Nintendo's going out of their way to uh, Just give me a weird look Unless it oh, no, at- oh, yeah. does going out of their way to make these people bring their games over the, the deal is Yes, you can self-publish, but you're going to have to put down, I think it's 5000 up front for a dev kit. Which comes with Unity Engine, oh, which comes with the Web Framework. It. But you have to get the dev kit, and in the case of Hat in Time, I'm not sure if it's being oh, yeah, made with yeah, Unity.
1: Yeah. No, they wanted someone so they could use their dev kit and... Right, and I think, stuff. and I'm pretty sure it's not
0: built on... Is it built on Unity? I don't even know.
1: No, I don't think so. But, so yeah, so they'd have to port it to Unity, or
0: from the ground up, figure out how to bring it to Wii U. Because the thing with Unity is it comes for free with Wii U. So if your game's made in Unity already, that's why we're seeing so many indie games all of a sudden. It's yeah. because it's really easy at port. Anyone
1: can download Unity. You can download it right now.
0: Yep. yep. And build a game, bring it to the Wii U, and then we'll cover it. In fact, if you want to build a game, bring it to the Wii U. Let us know, and <laughs> we will interview you. Yeah, I'm serious. We can get an exclusive. <laughs> Any uh, games developers listening to your Nintendo? I'm sure someone, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. Hey, I know for a fact that once, one time, at least, a Nintendo person did. <laughs> we we uh, someone in card? the treehouse someone in the oh. Treehouse, the localization team. I don't know if you ever followed through, yeah, but uh, I know yeah. that he was given the card. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah there. at ConCon Con last year.
1: Yeah. Is that Danny right next to you? Yes you were,
0: that's right. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, so that's indie stuff. Of course, the bigger story of the past two weeks has probably been the the fallout of sorts of uh E three. E3 2013 was nuts if you haven't if you aren't caught up on that I don't know how that's possible
1: there are some people like Jose yeah. went to Target and he had no idea Smash Bros. Had oh yeah <laughs> no, I, no I, I I had no idea I had an idea but I went to Target to get a Game Warrior and there was someone that I guess literally had no idea what happened in E three at all. Well and, let me rephrase. I'm sorry, <laughs> go ahead. And and, the, and all those and all game together, like, Oh well, wow, like this game's coming they didn't even have wirework out there I had to tell them like, Oh, this game is out today and they're like, Oh really? And then they took it out and it was like Dude, Best Buy's works. Best pie gets in the box it. and they're all still like shrink wrapped and they had to like separate it. Right. They're like, Oh, there's a new Wii U game coming out, like, Yeah, it's, it, it looks pretty fun. But and see then, that's understandable. No, I'm but, talking uh,
0: about anyone listening to a two hour long Nintendo no, Dead no, no, podcast no, probably knows about E three. <laughs>
1: no 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 but then they're like I'm like Oh man, I hope they make a Smash Brothers one day and they're like, Oh yeah, like they announced no one during like? Do you flip out? Do you do backflips down the line? No, aisle. Well, he was like super ecstatic. Did you tell Mega Man to say it? And then they're like, oh man, do they have footage? Like, and yeah, the whole trailer. And like, Mega Man's like, oh my god, Mega Man has a lot that character to be <laughs> Right, yet? right. And then We Fit Trainer, he was really excited about We Fit Trainer so He was like, really? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised he even knows what We so, Fit Trainer so, yeah, means, yeah. So, so, I just made his day right but there. Yeah, no, about Payment
0: War, you bring up a good point. Uh, Best Buy isn't stocking it at all. None of the Best Buys in my area sold it. And I was talking to one of the employees and he was saying, yeah, there's not enough demand for the Wii U to make us sell the game.
2: Which what? is nuts. That's Considering
0: a, Nintendo... Um, ju- it sounds a little wrong, but he knew so much about Animal Crossing. We were chatting about Animal Crossing for 10 minutes. And then oh. I was like, so where's well, Game of Wario? And he's like... Like, he was telling me, like, oh, I upgrade my house. Once you get 7 million bells, you do this and that. And he, like, knew everything. It's like he was, like, literally a walking, talking game facts. <laughs> but um, but once I uh, mentioned Game of Wario, he's like, oh, yeah, we didn't get it. I actually downloaded it from uh, at midnight from the eShop because they told me we weren't getting in. The nearest... Like, the nearest Best Buy the got was, like, on the other side of L.A.
1: So there is a Best Buy that got it. Yeah,
0: but most of them aren't, oh. to lack of demand. He said, unless someone pre-ordered it, they didn't get any. Wow. So they're not expecting up- up- to- up- And up- I know sales. a guy, there's Sometimes a guy I know in Jersey. I people to
1: demand it if they don't say, like, oh, give me more, it's on the
0: Wii U. I know, and I, it, it doesn't make sense. And I know there's a guy in New Jersey who had the exact same experience. Oh. The guy I know on Twitter, so, um, <laughs> yeah. Random I, people. Well, no, I actually <laughs> know him from way back in the Nintendo forums. He's a staff writer over at a Nintendo World Report now, uh, NintendoWorldReport.com. Mm-hmm connection. yeah he uh yeah he was a sage alongside me oh. back at the nintendo farms oh. yeah he's a cool dude anyway <laughs> e3 the i was going on some set Mario Kart e3 news yeah so what we're going to do we'll break it down with individual game news and then work our way to like broader things so because uh, cool, there are a lot of too. interviews and some interviews you talked about games and some talked about more like nintendo's philosophies so probably games is where it's at first so <laughs> so mario kart like i said I a, um last episode but this is really just a follow-up on last episode. You we weren't here for the Elvis, but last episode uh, we talked about Mario Kart 8's demo because we had the chance to play it, which reminds me, if anyone hasn't listened, we do have hands-on last episode with Mario Kart 8, Mario 3D World, Don Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and Wind Waker HD, so if you're curious about those games, go back and listen to that episode. We'll wait. You can just pause us. We'll do be here as long as you need us.
1: But, did you ever record any footage?
0: Uh, I took a Vine video.
1: Oh, that's cool. Six seconds. Only two of
0: which were actual gameplay. The other four were like, "Look, here's a line. Look, here's a line." So <laughs> that's what's important. It is, but uh, yeah. So we talked about how in the demo we didn't see a blue shell, and we weren't the only ones that noticed that. Turns out uh, everyone noticed that, and it's because there was and no blue and shell. Everyone
1: temporarily celebrated.
0: Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, no blue shell!" But no. yeah, there's no blue shell in the e3 demo, and the reasoning for that, uh, we now know, is that Nintendo's not sure what to do with the blue shell. So uh, There's not MTV's really
1: much. What? Not much different from every single market. No, it's
0: actually pretty different. Uh, they went to this whole in-depth analysis with MTV multiplayer, uh, which oh, is what MTV's gaming block. Yeah, what, oh, what, yeah. what,
1: what they could possibly do? Oh yeah, the, yeah 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 yeah. Only right. so much.
0: Yeah, but they're trying to figure out what's best. Uh, so in this MTV interview, uh, the producer of the game Hideki Kono and its director Kosuke Yabuki. I right. think I'm finally getting these these accents down a little. Uh, he <laughs> the I don't two. Think it was in Spanish?
1: That oh, that works. Uh,
0: how's that help me? Oh. I don't know Spanish. I only, I only know english because i'm american <laughs> actually just because i've never properly learned another language but uh, <laughs> but no uh so two of them were talking on tv and they said yes the blue shell's back which is expected but it's mm-hmm. kind of it's a staple yeah it's, it'd be weird to Wait, get a of it. No, it started in 64. Oh. Here's what they outlined in the interview that was kind of interesting. They changed it every game. So 64, it would go... On the ground. Yeah, it was, on, yeah, the it was on the ground, and anyone in the way would get hit. Then they did the flying thing, but they had a huge blast radius. Then they shrunk the blast radius. Then they went back to on the ground. Like, they're trying to find the perfect balance, because their whole goal with it is they know skilled players don't like it, but it's to balance the playing field. They don't want someone who has Mario Kart to invite a friend over destroy the friend and make <laughs> the friend not want to finish the race. Yeah, but, so this is th- a balancing thing.
1: Yeah, but the thing, thing about that, though, like... With certain skill sets, even with the blue shell, it doesn't even make a difference. Like, I've done it, I've been in races where I'll blue shell the person in front of the blue shell me, and like, I'll still win. Like, it doesn't, but if, it if, it, if the gap is that big, it doesn't make a difference. And helps. if it's really short, it just feels so cheap and but undeserving. Helped. I mean, I think in their <laughs> mind, it helps, and it does. Because if let's they, say, they, okay, they have better items in the game, I feel that provide that purpose, like the lightning bolt, and like the build, right? Or like, like, I mean even as we started you could time you could time the lightning over a gap or well, you you could push, all the bill right. Or I mean the blue shell it's kind of out of your control I well mean, so I
0: think they to some extent agree with you or sorry you're going to say well I mean else. I
1: think like the best thing they could do is kind of put it back how it was in double dash and double dash I don't you know if it was it. purpose but it was dodgeable right, right I uh, you, had, you had to time like a you timed a button a, a, a jump a tr- no, you have to time a drift boost. And oh, was a tri- I thought it was a hop. Oh, there, there was no
0: hop in Double Dash. <laughs>
1: no, yeah, like on certain turns or if you're just drifting, like the homie show will hover above you and then just going on a straight shot. And if you drift boost in the right moment, you could like dodge it. Yeah. And it was hard to do, but it was possible.
0: See, I think... I think exactly. here, something like that
1: would be... I mean, just look at Sonic Transform, like their blue show is like a... I don't know, it's a swarm of bees. And it goes could in front hit. of everybody. Uh-huh. And it could hit, hit everybody, but it's very dodgable too. Yeah, I think exactly
0: what you're describing. Like the... Which one's best surfing sort of is why they don't know what to do and they didn't put it in e3 mm-hmm. down because I mean he said that they're trying to figure it out. They're still trying to balance it. They don't, but they simply mm-hmm. haven't come to a decision. And, that's, and so they're like, "Well, we'll push the demo out without it." But mm-hmm. it's funny that like everyone knows. I it. mean, I mean that was the first thing you said about Mario Kart when you gave your impressions, wasn't it? Yeah. You're right, like, there's yeah. no blue shell. <laughs> like
1: that's literally the. He wasn't like it was fun. He's like, well, there's no blue shell. <laughs> I mean, not only that, but also like, I mean, they've already said that they have 12 races in the game, so. I'm still worried about what other items they can have because more right. races in the game mean more people in the back, meaning like you're more bigger shells, like yeah. giant mushroom. Then yeah. The, just, and honestly, the that's why I didn't
0: like about Mario Kart Wii was there's so many in the back. I mean, if you're in the middle, you're, you're, you're going to like
1: get destroyed by so many. Yeah, things. exactly. That's
0: why, like, honestly, Mario Kart Wii compared to DS and Seven, I did not like nearly as much for that reason. Was I didn't like the up in player count. It didn't seem as much of an issue when I was watching you play uh, Mario Kart Eight at well, no, not then.
1: because the items were balanced. Like There was right. no Thunderbolt. There was no a giant mushroom. They had the ink, the squid. No, yeah, but the ink... The mean, The <laughs> squid. That doesn't do anything. Ink squid. Well, ink mean, squid. It's pretty good squid. in some squid. stages, but these stages mushroom. didn't give you many places to fall down. The yeah. ink squid on the 3DS... Ink squid. <laughs> <laughs> the ink the <laughs> Blooper. Stuff. We just established his name is Blooper. <laughs> blooper. <laughs> blooper on the 3DS was way more effective than he was on... Well blooper but makes sense on make a
0: pro. tiny screen, not on a big screen. Huh? Like
1: blooper can No, no, no on the no, that's right. Like on the D S like I remember it didn't really block that much, but on the three DS they made the ink splatter like oh, way yeah, bigger yeah. and more annoying. Right, right. Just
0: good but so i don't know what's gonna happen exactly with the blue shell but we do have confirmation courtesy of mtv of all places that it's because when i think mtv (laughs) i think mom and then i think blue shells so
1: (laughs) (laughs) courtesy of music yeah no 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 music no
0: music don't do music (laughs) seriously last time they played a music video was probably like trl days (laughs) like 2002 but um yeah he also mentioned another thing that was kind of interesting is that before they settled on this isn't really like a New fact about the game, just kind of an interesting what if. Before they settled on the whole anti grafting thing where you could drive on walls and ceilings, they were actually considering doing something in parallel to being underwater, and that was being underground. They were originally toying with the idea of putting a drill on the, front of the car, and a like, drill oh. underground.
1: Which, How can you see ahead of you? <laughs> I don't know. But that's probably why they didn't do it. I mean, but. Uh, I could picture maybe like half the car is underground, the other half is like. You're, you're drilling. On half the surface, it's like you're kind of drilling upwards and yeah. downwards, but you're yeah. Clear. The only thing I could
0: think of is it'd have to be sort of like how Sonic Colors had the the Wisp that did drilling, where like you could kind of see your layout and your world oh, around you as you were drilling. But that'd be weird because the cart the like camera to zoom out. Of the world. Yeah, I don't even know how that would work. By the way, why I don't know if anyone listening, i have just pointing this out because you might be hearing it listening at home. Are there fireworks going off at your
1: house? Like, what is going on? Uh, there's the- random fireworks. Yeah, next yeah. week is 4th of
0: July. People yeah, they're thing. getting a bit of a jump start, aren't they? Yeah, they're crazy. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so yeah, apologies for any banging. Those are fireworks. And also, if you hear it buzzing, it's like the hottest heat wave since the 90s in the West U.S. right now. We're in L.A., so we have a fan going. So if you- so, if that's driving you crazy, it's I'm sorry, but we don't want to be dehydrated and die.
1: Not, everyone who never noticed it, now, now knows notices this. I know, I
0: know. But for the one or two people who did notice, know us, and were like, what is that? Now they have closure. Now they can sleep a lot. 40 minutes in. And- <laughs> yeah, now they have closure. But uh, looking at beyond Mario Kart, let's get, I guess, back into the new it E3 news. Something- yeah, beyond Mario Kart, there's uh, Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS. That comes out after it, and interviews have revealed new details on that as well. Sakurai Astray has been giving, the head of the series, uh, Masahiro Sakurai, has been giving a ton of interviews like i think he alone so would just
1: sound like bad news in a way yeah
0: a lot of them are but he alone did like 15 interviews or something 20 interviews but anyway
1: uh a lot of the, the stuff people? he's been
0: a lot of stuff he's been saying is almost damage control kind of like what you were getting at like it's not it's sort of bad news but he's not actually confirming bad news it's i just know he's like saying it, saying in it, in it could graphic. happen some
1: people could just be like oh okay it's, yeah he's but, already said we weren't expecting that many characters so you know, like yeah like, like bank, now with yeah they took out work from the wii u to like had the 3ds? Well, they, no, they didn't
0: take out. but well, like he said, like, there could have the been issue, more characters. Or... Yeah, the issue was the 3ds the, only holds. They're X the X limits of the 3ds dictate. The the Wii U. And, yeah. yeah, not in terms of how it looks or how it plays, but in terms of how much variety it can have based on how much the game cartridge holds. Sounds yeah, yeah. It's sounds, I mean, we could have just crash. Yeah, and now here's the other thing: more
1: differentiate them more is like, oh, this is the Wii U version; it's more powerful, so you get more yeah, characters. Yeah, but he want your
0: the whole thing is supposed to be able to transfer your character from. You're supposed to like be able to use them on the handheld one and then bring it to the Wii So he doesn't want any characters that can't go the other way. Mm, I'm was, sure once we have a better idea of his vision of these games and how they'll connect, it'll make more sense. But right I now, all these sporadic it, like tidbits. I hope are it really makes me go weird. like,
1: oh, okay, this is actually gonna work, and not like, yeah. no, they should just not make the 3DS version.
0: Yeah. Well, here's what he's been saying lately, which might make you go, uh-oh, even more. So he's speaking with a site called Now Gamer, and he revealed that time constraints in development.
1: In oh, the development
0: process. All right. Well, can they just delay
1: like every other game? Yeah. To what? <laughs> was delayed like. Yeah, they probably will.
0: But he's saying time constraints are causing. And it's not. It's not necessarily time constraints in the sense. Honestly,
1: bronze one of the few games I would let them take as long as they want. Right. Right. But
0: in terms of this, I don't think it's time constraints. In terms of we have a like, we I, I guess it's time constraints in the sense of we have to meet a deadline. But it's not like they're having trouble. With the uh, current deadline, it's more like if they have to choose, they gotta do one over the other. So, what it is, I suppose as we have yet to say what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, he was saying that due to time constraints, uh, they might not be bringing back some of the characters because they're focusing on new characters. That's didn't bring back the kind of good, but yeah, it's kind of good. That's my that's my point. Yeah. It's like it's not necessarily a bad thing, and the time Just constraint don't is don't bring back. Be careful which
1: ones you decide to bring. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And
0: it's not even necessarily like, oh no, the time constraint means, oh, they have a deadline. They can't bring back all the characters. Oh no. It's more like he's weighing his options and he's saying, if I had to choose between a new character in the return of Dr. Mario, for example, maybe I'll do a new character. Like what, what he said is the.
1: Um, like the whole going from Marth Roy to Marth Ike, I think that was like perfect. If yeah. Was, yeah, if they just yeah. update the roster. Yeah, got or, variety. Yeah. Because
0: yeah, he was saying, like, uh, the quote is that adding really. new characters. is in- different. Yeah. But the quote, sorry, the quote, uh, the quote that he was saying is that adding new characters is not a simple addition; it's really a multiplication. The amount of work adding a new characters multiplied and becomes bigger and bigger as you go, which does make sense because, like, yeah. even what like, you were saying I about think, Martha Icke, like he just had to like soup up.
1: No, well, no, I mean just in general. Like when I know I've, when I follow fighting games and when they're talking about <laughs> DLC characters, like adding a single character like change the game entirely. Yeah, just because of how he could balance out the characters, right, and right. then I mean, just look at. Also, is in hell the well around the time when i was playing it was like a what's
0: that guy called
1: drake and kratos fest essentially
0: mm-hmm. but they've since fixed that right
1: well i remember after the past not many people picked drake but i think kratos has always been kind of there santa awesome. um, monica's developing it right, him, so right. it makes sense yeah but, but yeah
0: so that's that's the issue it's not so much even just like which character do i want it's which character do i want if i want a new one there's triple the work or quadruple the work so I mean it's not don't ideal. be lazy. Yeah, he's been, he, he didn't even say he didn't even say that he's not necessarily gonna have every character, he just doesn't want to promise it. For that exact reason. So we may be pleasantly surprised and get like all thirty six or whatever plus new ones, but yeah. don't be shocked if we don't. I were, we wanted eighty, but now I'm only gonna have
1: sixty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically.
0: But I mean if they had to cut <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. If they had to cut someone, <laughs> like who would be good to cut? I mean I guess Doctor all the clone characters are probably out. Dr. Mario, that sort of thing. But oh, he's
1: been out. Oh yeah, that's true, he has yeah, been out. Yeah, why do you keep saying Dr. Mario?
0: I <laughs> because <laughs> no, I remember thinking how dumb he I was. Mean,
1: I, mean, yeah, it was really I mean, if I had to, like, kind of, like, single out some, like, I, don't, I wouldn't want him to get rid of Ganondorf, per se, I would just want him to change it, because he's essentially a clone. He's a different yeah. physics... I don't the think they're going to yeah. get rid of that. I mean, yeah, they're not going to get rid of it. I just hope they change them. I mean, Wolf, they could probably get rid of them. they are good. I mean, Wolf, and Falco, Wolf
0: and or Falco will probably be gone. I feel like... Falco, and Elite Fox.
1: Yeah, when Falco's like... He's been in two of those, I feel like... Oh, no, he's been in two. He's been in more than two. He was all the way...
0: Falco's been there GameCube since. and Brawl. Wasn't he in 64?
1: No, no. Who are the
0: unlockables in 64? Too? Luigi,
1: the Falcon and Jiggy. Oh,
0: Captain Falcon. Falco, Falcon. I, t- I, I, I took off the N and thought it was someone
1: else. <laughs> one's, human. <laughs> one's human. One's human
0: human, and drives futuristic cars. One's a bird that flies a futuristic spaceship. They're I guess not tuning. that different. I guess. <laughs> I'd be sad if they got rid of tuning. I mean, I I can mean see, yeah, he's cubicle. Like, but like, yeah, 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 I, he, yeah, I can see him getting there. He was the fun version of Link to Playhouse. Yeah, and I feel like the Pokemon are going I mean, redo. they don't just
1: update him. Oh, no, no, it's obvious to see great. like which ones are coming back. Like, obviously Luigi. Even though he's not yeah. announced. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right now, there's always like, oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's like the main... But I like, think... Because he made a quote... He had oh, a quote to... Oh, Rob, only came uh, Rob I don't know. Right, yeah,
1: Rob might be a little... Bit. I know, I mean, Rob even came, came out in Mario Kart DS, and then he... I, I thought it yeah. was like, oh, cool, Rob was gonna be in Every thing, Mario Everything, no. No, they know. dropped him fast. But... I like, Kong was also a one-timer. Right? In Mario Kart Wii, yeah. 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 Uh, he was also in baseball.
0: Yeah, in baseball. Well, baseball had like a million characters. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you need that many for
1: <laughs> a baseball <laughs> team. For baseball games. <laughs> Goombas. Game.
0: But, uh... What was I starting to say? I was to Confirm they have psychic powers Goomba says that. Oh, right. They kidding, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is Goomba the character in Brawl now? Or Smash Bros. 4? That'd, That'd be weird. crazy. If says, yeah. <laughs> no, no uh, there's something I think I said to more about... universe about... No, that's true.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to... I think we're going to see, like... Primarily, I think they're going to whittle down the Pokemon.
1: And it's actually interesting because he was... Well, I mean, there's, there's definitely going to be a like, new Pokemon Pikachu from the new Pokemon. Pokemon. franchise. Yeah, and...
0: but I think that might... There's probably then... going to be a Lucario replacement. Yeah, definitely. Aldi. Yeah.
1: Yeah, new I mean, they, they, yeah, they may not have, have another Pokemon trainer. Although that'd be like ideal, like have three new starters. Oh, they'll do that. No, the no, Pokemon trainer's
0: probably staying, but they're, but they're... Oh well, that's all of them then. I <laughs> know,
1: yeah, but but that's like three huh. times the work
0: considering like. Each, but he's uh, he, you know, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Well, I mean, that could just be a palette swap. If
1: anything, I prefer they'd have like a new Pokemon trainer person instead of just like a new standalone Pokemon. If yeah. if they had to pick, between you know, it's them.
0: actually interesting how they do the Pokemon themselves. How they like pick which ones go oh, it one in the
1: game. Yeah, it's you
0: know. uh, he. This was also in the Now Gamer interview, and he was saying Sakurai was saying that he actually goes and talks to the Pokemon company and. Says, game Freak? Uh No, the Pokemon company. Like that's their name. Oh. They're, the, they're the subsidiary of Nintendo that owns the Pokemon license and handles all marketing uh-huh. and all licensing and all everything. They're, like, a somewhat independent company that's split between Game Freak and Nintendo in terms of ownership. So, lot
1: of bigger hurdles... They do
0: the Pokemon Train card game and stuff. Like, when Wizard right. of the Coast lost the card game, it's because Pokemon Company decided to produce it themselves. Mm-hmm. So, the Pokemon Company, uh, <laughs> they... The uh, you know. The more you know. No, the more you know yeah. Uh, they tell Sakurai, like, he goes and meets with them, and they're like, here's the hot characters. Not just in, like, the game, but, like, what they're using in the upcoming movies, what they're using in the TV yeah. show, and they, like, try and do a synergy thing. Where unlike like, you know, with Nintendo characters, like, oh, obviously this one's popular because he has this game. But Pokemon is so much harder, so he goes yeah, and... Like, Lucario was there because he, yeah, he had like, his own movie. Yeah, because he, he had the movie. movie. He had the movie. Mew. Yeah, so he actually goes and, like, works with them on their calendar to figure out what yeah. Pokemon to add. So it's kind of funny. We, the, yeah, we so could get
1: Mewtwo. Teenager Mewtwo. He <laughs> did, yeah,
0: he did hint that... He said something like, with Pokemon X and Y on the way, obviously there'll be new Pokemon to focus on. Yeah. So I guarantee Mew3 or whatever his name is will be... So I
1: wonder there. if any, like, I guess if the Pokeballs will be the only way that uh, black and white Pokemon will be represented since like X and Y is so oh, yeah, big now up. yeah they like, jumped like black yeah, like, and like white, black and white is going to be kind of I mean they'll have some Pokeball Pokeball Pokemon in there but yeah. I doubt they'll have Pokeball, characters they, Pokemon? like do you know the Pokeball they used though po- item
0: Pokemon Pokemon that
1: appears as an item as the Brothers Pokeball you know? opposed Pokeballs? to it's Smash Brothers there's a Pokeball item <laughs>
0: Oh wow!
1: Yeah. That might be wow. the only way that black and white Pokemon might be represented. Man, so. I forgot they even had those. And I think Smash right. or maybe
0: they'll do something kind of interesting where they, if they bring back Pokemon Trainer, his starters. Oh, so they'll
1: have a Pokemon stage, of course.
0: Yeah. Didn't they but maybe it'd, be be, one? it'd be interesting if for huh?
1: his. Didn't they fight one? or I would assume so because like that screen, the Donkey Kong. Then. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> <what's>... <laughs> there's, a, there's a stage. Well, it kind of looks like a stadium. So I just assumed Pokemon. Stadium. Oh, there was a boxing. Arena. Like oh, there's a place. boxing arena. But but yeah. that but that was um that that that's it Smash Brothers in the back, like on the little electric lights. I think that's like their. I new don't know. There was a big jumble screen where Dying Kong took a picture, and then like it just paralleled like infinite. Oh no! Yeah, that, that's their new. That's the. i want to say that's like their new battlefield. That's yeah, like, it's, a, it's the it's a box. Uh, it's the arena. I thought yeah. the new battlefield was the one that. De- that well, was the, battlefield they were demoing is- Mario fighting oh, Bowser. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. That's the new battlefield. This Honestly, is- I still think the boxing oh, arena is punch out. This is this is their new like. That's really cool. In Super Smash remember in the beginning there's a cutscene with Mario and Kirby fighting, and, in it's, the like, and it's like a stadium. where like, Yeah, it might be like a- that, yeah, that's that. that. Oh, okay.
0: But uh, I still think it's it's uh, Punch Out. But I was gonna say it's a cool. Pokemon.
1: Uh, I, Smash Brothers it always put so much like Nintendo thing. I, I feel like it would have been obvious it was Punch Out. You know what yeah, I mean?
0: Yeah, that's true. Unless they unless Little Max character mm. to go announced down the road, it's and they still the Because also like on the middle, mm. they would
1: have had like a World Circuit logo. Unless Little Max is secret
0: still, and they don't want to give any hints, and they're just gonna surprise people with him. That's true. But what I was going to say about Pokemon Trainer, like, a few minutes ago, was, uh, it was uh, that I, I shouldn't criticize. I used to, I interrupt you a bunch, too. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, what I was going to say about Pokemon trainers? it'd be interesting if they, for each of the stars, they did a different series of games. Like, they had a black and white Whoa. starter for grass, they had an X and Y starter for uh, fire, and they had some other one for water. Because that way they can
1: include more games. <laughs> yeah, crazy. and they can include yeah. more games that way. And that trainer is like, traveling. Long... What happened to them? There's too many... Generations now, yeah, there are. There are generations. I feel like the, feel like the Ruby Sapphire one never got much Ruby value. Sapphire, they deserve it. Yeah. It's the weakest of the bunch, I'd say. The Trico, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Torchic and Mudkip. But
0: everyone loves well. Actually, I, I love Mudkip. Everyone
1: loves Mudkip, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, wait, that's not Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, it is. Chikorita's is not Ruby and Sapphire. Chikorita's is Chikorita. golden silver. Yeah, actually. someone just said Chikorita. Oh, no,
1: I think you did. Oh, yeah, I mean Torchic. Yeah, Oops. yeah, Torchic. I don't know why oh, I guess because when I said Chicarita, I Chick. Tor. like a chick. <laughs> yeah. Like a little baby chick. Yeah. But it's not clearly. I don't even know what it is. It's like a baby thing. Right. We could be
0: talking about Smash Bros. characters for a <laughs> <early, so laughs> We should probably move this along a little. But uh, he did actually, in a different interview with GameSpot, talk about how Smash Bros. will play. And also gave him like, what could be a hint. <laughs> exactly like Brawl. No, actually. <laughs> and he actually gave a hint of how the connectivity might work. So first, um, Smash Bros. is not like Brawl. Because uh, here's the thing. Melee...
1: From all the footage.
0: Well, <laughs> first of all, yeah. Melee... Um, was more of like is more like the hardcore Smash Bros. player, like it's Even like it that's the faster th- one, that's the Torment one. Even unintended didn't intend for that; that's what happened.
1: They never intended for it, right? <laughs> and then Brawl
0: mm. was a little more like casual friendly, so it's a little slower, a little more easy to grasp. I mean, these are minute things because they're both basically the same game; it's just their speed. Mm-hmm. But so for this one, he's actually for four, he's actually trying to put it right in the middle so he can keep both parties happy. Like he's, it's gonna be faster than Brawl, but it's gonna be slower than me.
1: No, but it's not a bad so. thing. Keeping everyone happy.
0: Yeah, hopefully it's not like a compromise. No, um, Look after when...
1: Uh, but I mean, it can't be... The Resident Evil people wanted everyone to be happy with Resident Evil 6. Oh, yes. But so
0: the, th- it- the thing is, it can't be... It can't be bad. I mean, it, if he ups the speed like a notch, like... You know, yeah. You know, yeah. no, no one is. Yeah, it's, like <laughs> no it, it's, one not, one it's not like the game's not going to play properly. Like, uh, it I, mean, I mean, And the game's being balanced and tuned for that speed. So, I mean, like, Brawl, yes, it was slower, but Brawl was still a good game on its own. And, and,
1: and they all get the same amount of competitors. Like, Elvis mm-hmm. and I played Melee, I would semi pretty competitively. Yeah. And then when Brawl came out, I mean, we just adjusted to it and then still played that one as competitive and not more right right and yeah you just it,
0: adjust so it'll be a little faster so you adjust and then you're yeah. good to go but one thing that you can adjust I'm gonna turn off everything right yeah. one <laughs> thing you won't yeah one thing that I'm not sure if you'll be able to turn off though is the whole random element like he took out tripping we talked about that last episode but random he, tripping random tripping yeah he but he, he didn't specify no one's asking specifically <laughs> if, if you slip on a banana you trip because presumably if the banana is there the tripping of, on the banana is there oh, yeah. but because in melee you still had that without random tripping so he, they're just going back to that but um, There was tripping and No, like, on there the banana a, peel. There was a banana I know. Yeah,
1: oh, the
0: banana peel's been there forever. I maybe really don't remember the banana. Yeah, banana banana's right. not new. So um, yeah, but the, he still he was saying to Gamespot that the whole point of tripping, even though it wasn't well received, was that element of randomness. It's basically his version of the blue shell Mario Kart, where it's trying to level the playing field. It's mm-hmm. kind of funny that these two guys independently it's were really saying extreme the same.
1: Level thing. The yeah, show. it
0: is. But it's the same like core idea. Like he wants. I mean, it they so already took on to well. Mario Kart eight. So. They
1: took out. Oh yeah, yeah. Did they officially? Yeah, I've heard.
0: Yeah. I remember we were debating if that happened, yeah. but... Um, but yeah, so... There might... Final Smashes are confirmed. Items are obviously confirmed. <laughs> but there's still that randomness. And I'm not sure if when he was saying there's still gonna be a random element, if he just meant items, or if he meant an equivalent to tripping. Because that's a very big difference. When your of your buttons will randomly stop working for kind of like <laughs> a second. <laughs> it'll go, yeah, ter- no. it'll go eternal darkness on you, and just like the game will say it's deleting itself, and then it'll suddenly work again.
1: I the Final Smash could be a dud or something.
0: Yeah, but I don't, either way, though, it's just oh, wow. interesting that that be that's. <laughs>
1: well, see, but that's true <laughs> <already laughs> for nothing. That's already going in. I don't know if he means um. Yeah, I don't know if he means. Like more. I mean, if you like the, the core fighting, like if you turn everything yeah. up, if they'll still be around the medal. Yeah, that's why I was because I mean because I mean they already, Bra already had the whole. Um, what is it called? A tactic thing where if you use the same attack more than once, it, starts, it gets weaker and weaker every right. time. And ten is like the maximum. Yeah. And then if you use any other, and you have to start using different moves in order to right. get it back up. See, like something like that. But that's our. But that's yeah. that's a damage scaling. That's like yeah. And something like that alone. you
0: can't turn off. So it's it's interesting if his random element he's mm-hmm. talking about is an item thing or like
1: you can control a, it or system. a
0: tripping kind of deal. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But he's saying there is still a random element. So while everyone's. You know, popping champagne balls over the end of a, <laughs> over the end of tripping, they might want to put the cork back in for a little while and re- re- reclaim the bubbles like to ensure that it's not truly the end of. the re-
1: the bubbles, the bubbles. <laughs> but um, I just wonder like if Sam is using her final smash, confirms that they'll be zero two, or just like they're for mystery.
0: I'm pretty sure it's back. I'd be shocked if it was at this point. It's like Sheik and Zelda. Like
1: yeah, you not lo- take out the feature. and it's gonna be. I mean, other honestly, M. Yeah, it's gonna oh, be other M. Th- 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 those items that came out, though. Her suit was pretty powerful, though. Throw? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. maybe they they'll fix that. Maybe they should well. do something about this. They just make you not knock back as far. So yeah. Good?
0: Yeah, I did, I did kind of allude a minute ago to uh, that he kind of hinted how connectivity will work. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said something interesting that it's not the stats mm-hmm. necessarily. Oh, wait, oh, sorry. I'll...
1: Connectivity is... In... Oh,
0: uh, so Smash Bros...
1: Oh, or Smash
0: Bros is gonna be—I mean it's gonna be on Wii U and 3DS, and you oh, will connect, and you'll be able to transfer your characters on the 3DS version to the Wii U one and fight with them in the Wii U one. And the question becomes, why? Like, what yeah, do you transfer, attacks, like stats.
1: <laughs> and he said something really interesting. And will that be an online thing or like? I mean, mean? it no? is online. The game is online. No, no, I'm no. no. Really. Well, that's like—I mean—when will yeah, mean? Will you be able to use those stats? Like, I mean, you definitely won't be able to use them in, in a competitive kind of way. There has that's to the be. thing. It's not stats or not it's stats not stats, stats that's what's crazy he
0: made this really cryptic comment and even said I'll let you interpret it for yourself or something like that it was it's not the attacks that transfer you know, the it's the directionality of it oh them. I remember that I don't know what that means
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I have no idea what that means but that's something to ponder for us to ponder in future episodes
1: you I guess. Do, you do like a smash attack to the right because your enemy launches up I don't even think that's it. I think it's bigger than that some actually, attacks already do that. Like, we, yeah, yeah, yeah the the Smash
0: you. attacks already send you in random true. directions. Physics is not a thing in Smash
1: Bros. But that was gonna be like, you could already control your Smash attack direction. I don't know.
0: I don't think he means directionality necessarily in the literal sense. Oh, okay, okay,
1: now I guess. I don't know. I think he
0: yeah, I o I don't even know though. He could. This is
1: like just thing. in that thought direction, direction. Yeah, that? I
0: guess. Yeah. I have no idea. I guess yeah. So just, luckily, like I said, he's been doing a bajillion interviews. he has smashbros.com, Although he says he's talking on it less and just showing screenshots more. Like uh, it's not gonna be like the dojo. But whatever he ends up doing, I'm sure we'll find out soon enough what that means, so we'll uh, obviously... One of
1: tiny little thought that, I was going to realize when he said, um, disintegrate for Samus's items. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot okay. that Samus's... That was really tiny. I know, that's like... like other, yeah, that like an <laughs> aside. I know, that's <laughs> like, that, like, her other M suit, like, it just appears and disappears, so they might not right. even be there. I oh, like true, that. Yeah. true. Because, um, I mean, it wouldn't well, make sense yeah. for them to fall down if it, her suit just appears and disappears right. in the game, right. her other M.
0: Yeah, know. well, I feel like they'd probably tweak that, so it doesn't, like, they wouldn't copy that part. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, they probably it,
0: that to be a deal. yeah. I mean, be the costume. Yeah, but <laughs> essentially, because he did say that the costume's modeled after other M. Yeah, but he specifically said the costume. The character, yeah, costume. She's gonna
1: be treated like super metro. Like, what's up yeah. with Link? Like, he's clearly not Skyward Sword, but kind of. He he's sword. like a hybrid... He honestly looks he's kind of like, like a mix Link. of... He's like... He's like, like a th- mix of Skyward like Sword Link. and... He's every adult Link mission to Yeah,
0: I think they did that on purpose because...
1: Because um, they it used to be very, like very Skyward Sword?
0: No, it used to... No, not that. How you do a fully cel-shaded character without it being Toon Link. Skyward Sword Link has to... Like... Skyward Sword was like Twilight Princess with like, a cell shading overlay. Because, I
1: mean, I feel like that Link already kind of looks like Skyward Sword and just give him parachute pants and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I... My... Guess I guess mean, it's because we're in between Zelda I mean, cycles that
0: he thought he just combined everything.
1: Maybe the next link will look like that. Like, I mean, think about it. Smash Bros., the original, came
0: out Ocarina of Time cycle, so he looked like that. Uh, Melee came out with the what was the Zelda space demo. Uh, space world demo, so he looked like that, like that super mature one. Brawl came out with uh, after Twilight Princess, so they went with that look. But there isn't really... Like, there's Skyward Sword, but we're already in between I mean, think right he looks like, like that, like that HD 2, demo. Yeah. You
1: want the spider? Yeah, he
0: does. I think that's probably what he's going yeah, after
1: it's not quite as HD
0: but switching <laughs> completely yeah not quite because they went to the past. I guess like, HD
1: is HD no matter what it is just not yeah like it's just not detailed. the same detail yeah not oh
0: and no earring either no earring yeah I, I noticed <laughs> that actually it's weird because that's the first thing I noticed not lying, I, <laughs> I like didn't notice the parachute like, well, pants until no just now
1: but the earring I was like huh yeah, honestly, I thought the Parachute Pants were there for a long time until he told I me. Mean, he didn't have Parachute Pants. Yeah, he's
0: he, not a fan of MC Hammer. <laughs> simple as that. But switching gears completely to a game that is coming out very <laughs> we were soon. There for a long time. Yeah, we were. That's <laughs> why so I'm like switching completely. Uh, Pikmin 3. We now. it, it Pikmin 3 has been a funny saga. Because we. Like, Smash Bros. there's always a long development cycle for it. We know that from the start. But Pikmin 3 has been in development for five years. Mm. Like, <laughs> MMO first requested it. Yeah, will, I hope. MMO thinks so. He yeah. literally says it's his favorite game ever that he's made. Well, his his favorite, by the it. way, is Zelda 2 because he felt it didn't uh, the hard it exceeded the hardware's abilities. But you thought that one was his failure. Or yeah, oh, closest okay. thing he had to a bad game. Zelda 2. Zelda 2. Oh, the Adventures of Didn't
1: he make ice climbers? Hey, don't dis- <laughs> <ice> climbers. Hey,
0: <laughs> hey, no. I don't think he did, but don't dis- ice climbers.
1: Uh, it, That's it's a threat. Right. I, I would <laughs> just assumed they jump like that by design, so it's, to make it harder. Otherwise, it'd be way too easy.
0: Well, they do jump like that, because that's how they're designed to jump. I know, that's the they to by design. <laughs> <laughs> they, they,
1: they jump so awkwardly. Because, yeah, they yeah. do.
0: But um, but their little jump sprite makes for a very good icon on the interwebs. Inner I've used that as like, an icon on like, gaming forums forever. But anyway, Pikmin 3. So it was originally announced way back in <laughs> E308, like I started to say. And then we didn't see anything till E3 last year, 2012, I guess. And then it's supposed to be at Wii, oh, Wii U
1: launch. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and then it's
0: supposed to be at the Wii U launch, and then that didn't happen. And now it's coming out in August, as we all know. And it turns out that really long development cycle, there's a reason behind it. And it was a few reasons, specifically. Uh first, there was the fact that Nintendo has their limited resources issue. Actually that's the primary <laughs> reason. That caused all the other reasons. So Miyamo was talking in Polygon and he was saying that uh, the game was in development since bef- like the entire time the Wii U was. They were working in tandem, that's cool. so it was like as the chips got better for the Wii U, as they made different technological adjustments, they have to go back and fix yeah, the game. That's why you keep
1: emphasizing that this game was made for Wii U. Right.
0: Because, like, like, literally, as they did one thing on Wii U, they went to the game and went,
1: oh, let's go, go make back that to work. That whole, why Nintendo doesn't go third party or all that stuff. Yeah, because it, it's custom built for the
0: hardware, which you can't yeah. do if you make a game for an Xbox when you're not Microsoft. But, um, <sighs> so the specs weren't finalized, so they had to keep tweaking because of that. And then on top of that, once the specs were finalized, a bunch of people were pulled off the Pikmin team to go make all the software for the Wii U console. You know, like every like the Me Plaza and all that, because so, like, it's all the same people. It's Nintendo's one big unit. So with the exception of EAD Tokyo, which does the 3D Mario games off in Tokyo, but in Kyoto they're all like one cohesive. They have divisions, but they're still one cohesive department. So if they need help building, whatever it is for the Wii U, Wara, Wara Plaza, the Pikmin team were the ones that lost their team oh, members. I yeah. So, uh, that's why Pikmin 3 is delayed for so long. So once again, Nintendo didn't know how to handle HD. Jose and I, you weren't in that episode, obviously. <laughs> but Jose and I have talked about before, like, Nintendo's resource issues and how, how they, they... underestimated they it. They underestimate Wait, HD. They underestimated can't be
1: and... that bad. We made Mario. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. We're Nintendo. We can yeah. do anything. Are they rich?
0: Thanks. They are. They have billions of dollars in mm-hmm. their war chests, but... They want they're, they're very cautious with hiring. This is something else I think we talked about recently, but they're maybe not. But they're very cautious cautious with hiring because they don't want to hire anyone. They want to mm-hmm. hire people they can like properly call to be the new t- the new talent. So when Miyamoto and them leave, there's the next generation that it, that has no gap in quality or anything. So they're very picky with who they hire, which is why they
1: they really set the bar.
0: Yeah, exactly. But um, in all the hustle and bustle of you know E three and why was Pikmin delayed and whatnot, we missed a very big tidbit, and that's Pikmin three as co op. Uh, last episode, Jose, you were I very distraught. Very. Or no, it was two episodes ago. You were very distraught that there was no co-op in Pikmin 3 in the story mode. And it turns out we were totally wrong. So I just wanted to correct that in this episode. Um, two players will work together in story mode if they choose to do so. You, Between the two of you, you control all three captains. At that's any awesome. one moment, you only control one captain and his Pikmin. But you can keep the third captain in reserve, so <laughs> to speak. So him and his Pikmin can be wherever, and you can just, like, as you need him, just yeah, go grab good. him. Yeah, so... Like, they gave the example, uh, was in the Polygon article, they gave the example of, like, you know, they had the third captain just have a bunch of flying Pikmin, and when they needed the flying Pikmin, they just sent in the captain with the flying Pikmin to handle it, and then the on-ground Pikmin did their other stuff in the meantime. So, it's a, it's cool that they... Yeah. It's a good way of balancing the fact that there's two players, but three captains. I know. Like, the way it
1: was set up just sounded like perfect for co-op. Like, oh, can okay <laughs> you take your team of blue Pikmin? I'll take these colors, and... Yeah. Go and separate I assume...
0: Ways. I assume you're super happy that's oh, back, happy. Because... For those who don't remember, uh, two episodes ago, Jose was upset about it because he plays with Elvis here, and Elvis here. I remember like, that part of the podcast. Yeah, and Elvis here presumably likes to play with Jose as well. So, <laughs> so that was impossible. I mean, two was like, that's why I loved it so much
1: because the uh, co-op was so fun.
0: Yeah, and it's back in full force. So, yep, so, well, so that's cool. that that's cool. One interesting, one interesting little thing that happened that that's was in true. that interview... um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but. They actually did consider. Everyone's always like, "Oh, why not make a Pikmin for this system or that system?" They did prototype a Game Boy Advance one and a DS one. Oh wow! And a 3DS one. Oh, apparently, wow. the issue that. is Pikmin is all then about got resources. As far as the puzzle
1: for the 3DS. Yeah, basically. No, but Pikmin um, is. Pikmin uh, puzzle game. Yeah, the Street Pass Plaza. Oh. They made that and
0: they're like, "Nope, it just stopped." <laughs> no, what happened was um, like um, limited system resources, obviously, because oh, yeah. Game Boy Advance can't handle a hundred little Pikmin. The 3DS could handle it, but Miyamoto may have pointed of the level of detail in Pikmin 3 during the interview. Yeah, the map would be
1: smaller, probably. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not just that, though, but even things like bridge buildings a huge part of Pikmin 3, Miyamoto was saying. Like, there's a lot of bridge building. And when you build the bridges, each rock, each shingle, each whatever you're using to build it, actually look different. Like, to cool. try and cre- they're trying to create a real world within the Pikmin world. So, on yeah, 3DS, they have to reuse the same little uh, polygonal Thingy, whatever you want to call it, the they're same probably, little object.
1: I feel like they made it this way just to make it a little harder for because I mean there was always a lot of bridge building in Pikmin two and Pikmin one. Yeah. Except that all the materials were on the bridge and you're pretty much just unrolling it. Yeah. This and one, just, I now, think you're, now you have to pick like travel to make. Yeah. It bridge, so. It's
0: one of the things, yeah, it's part of the whole thing that they try to make it challenge more challenging, without having the challenge be from the time limit. In Pikmin one, the main issue was the time limit. You know, you had to be done at the end of the day the and have all your Pikmin <laughs> back at the ship. This one, there, there's still day limits, but you have endless number of days like just still a yeah. daily limit and the way you can do things like it'll hold over if you um, for example if you're fighting a boss in the day ends it'll hold over the damage that you already did to the next day so you can just yeah, Pik- right yeah.
1: did they say that the time stopped when you went underground because I don't remember I don't know I don't think he specified but Pikmin 2 did that yeah yeah like time stopped
0: yeah I'm not sure Um, I would guess no because they wanted some of the franticness of Pikmin 1 without the challenge of the well, time well Pikmin
1: 1 it. the time also stopped when you went underground was there underground in
0: Pikmin 1? I don't even remember anymore that was like 12 years ago. I'm sure there was. You I might be right. I don't know. I think the
1: last two years for sure. Or but yeah, all that. So, all that. um,
0: Where was I going with this?
1: <laughs> I had a point. Time. 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 Frantic minutes. Frantic. Okay. Uh, Game Boy Advance Pikmin. Not yeah, 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 Pikmin. yeah. That's
0: what I was going to say. It's all that, like. No, that was not what. Whatever. Point being, yeah. yeah so, they're doing that. I
1: have no idea what was. So, so what was the difference Wii. between the GameCube time? Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 3 time? I'm not. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I think, think they're. the same.
1: I think Pikmin two. Did so, Pikmin two
0: two?
1: You had a limited number of days for Pikmin two.
0: They did something different because they're really hyping up the time changes. I just don't remember. I remember what, just one interview because I
1: mean, Pikmin two had fifteen minute days, and unlimited number of. I mean, yeah, fifteen minute days with unlimited right. number of days. And Pikmin three, as far as I can tell, also has fifteen minute days with unlimited number of days. So what's different? <laughs> I, I remember. I don't I know if I, I ever Have read yeah. it wrong or I heard him wrong? But in the interview, he said, "Um, they're still like." You want to beat the campaign in like this certain time gap, but then if you don't beat it in that time gap, you can still continue. Right, playing. that's
0: what it was. They're implementing the time limits of Pikmin One, but they're not mandatory. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah,
1: so they're mandatory, basically. They're <laughs> mandatory for game. Yeah, because they want for <laughs> this gonna be mandatory. Yeah, they want for us. 3 to be more
0: like. Easy to pick up and play, so they're making it so if you're a casual game or whatever, take as long as you need. But if you want to like unlock bonuses and whatnot, you need to be conscious of the time limit, and yeah. that reminds me also of the amount of fruit juice you have because that's what powers everything. You're picking and collect fruit and they give you juice, and yeah,
1: there's no more. You have like, to have daily fruit juice amounts now. All uh, right. Trinkets from the yeah yeah. I'm
0: kind of sad. There's no like Durso berries and stuff. That's um, kind of <laughs> neat progress. <product laughs> well, apparently,
1: apparently, it's a post- post-apocalyptic game. I never mm. even thought of that. Really? Yeah, yeah just I don't know. Just people drop things. <laughs> Yeah, hmm. I guess that's true. But,
0: um, yeah, I, but I guess part of that also, like, just that level of detail that was in Pikmin 2, they aren't able to recreate. Here we go, bring it full circle. <laughs> on Game Boy Advance or DS, due limitations. And they want all that detail. They want Pikmin to be a lush world. So, that's the full circle. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, uh, that's New tidbits on towns first-party games. There's also a couple, like, a small number, like, literally two, uh, third-party game tidbits that I felt maybe are worth bringing up. One is, uh, we now know what Hometown Story is. Hometown. Oh, more sec.
1: I don't remember Olimar is back. Is whoa? Is he? In am, on the multiplayer? Yeah. In the multiplayer. the, I did not the, see the Bingo that. battle? Yeah, that's Olimar. Oh. Yeah. They, they, really, he didn't he, he didn't say anything about it, but you could see him like as a, as a character you could you could pick.
0: Right, right. That's interesting. Yeah, he apparently has some big role in the Pikmin three story that event. Oh on yet.
1: right.
0: But oh, and the ship is called the Drake, the ship of the new oh, captains, as in money. Nathan, uh, or the rapper, or Drake Richards, or your Twitter handle. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, Home so, TV hometown, hometown Story. Switching gears. Uh, so, this was a new... This was announced a while ago as Project Happiness, for 3DS. It's from the guy that made Harvest Moon, um, Hero Wada. I think I said that right. And he... Uh, He's making this new game that's kind of like Harvest Moon, but without the farming. And no one really knew what it was, and he kept, <laughs> he kept saying, wait till E3, wait till E3. So E3 happened, and since we kind of talked about Project Happiness when it first got its name changed to Hometown uh, Story, it's only fair that we now you know finish the thought <laughs> from months ago so what it is is it's hard for me to animal crossing basically there's no farming instead you're running a shop and you interact with villagers and you trade items and that sort of thing so it sounds like animal crossing but his big thing is you have to keep the villagers happy like not in animal crossing you can, you can you can give them stuff to keep them happy and if you want to be a good mayor but it's all optional like mm. you don't have to do the mayor stuff if you don't want to build a bridge you don't have to but in hometown story it all matters. Like he said that he's going for to make people feel sentimental. Or something. To be, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like something, you know, hearing the term sentimental used for a video game is not very often you know, it doesn't happen. No one's like, I want my game to be sentimental. But this yeah. one like he's really trying the to like draw. Yeah. No. But even then that's still like
1: they mean, in a was-
0: in like a post apocalyptic world or like some gory situation. Like this one's literally like it's about like Everyday happiness life, yeah. and being sentimental about like your neighbors. And didn't like. didn't um, my make life the Pikmin? Is so yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't
1: he make the Pikmin? I mean, made the Pikmin super adorable. Like that's the only thing that's adorable. So when they die, you feel sorry for them. Oh, in Pikmin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, obviously, in Pikmin not. In
1: Pikmin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the Pikmin in Hometown Story. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're. You're right.
0: That was part of it, and that's why they whimper. That's why you yeah. Like,
2: yeah. When And then they're die. like
0: ghosts. And yeah. It's, it's to make you like want to keep your Pikmin. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, lots of games have dabbled in this idea of like. We want, you know, emotion and drawing on people, making people sad or happy or whatever. But, like, Wada's main goal with Hometown Story is really, like, you need to resonate with your villagers. You need to connect with them. Like, literally, the game's not just you're running your town or you're running your shop and whatnot. A lot of it <laughs> is things like uh, making sure everyone's emotions are, like... they're so,
1: like, like around the village, you have to talk to them, you listen to their stories, even if you're... Yeah, <laughs> tell me well, your yeah, problems. He,
0: he was saying, compared to Animal Crossing... Like, thank
1: you for stopping by and just listening to an old woman's troubles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that, compared to Animal Crossing, these characters have, like... Way deeper backstories. Oh, man. So it's not truly Animal Crossing, it's not truly Harvest Moon, it's kind of like a hybrid of the two. But, you know, I've been curious about this game personally for a while because I like Harvest Moon. Like, Harvest Moon 64 is one of my favorite. In the never played games. Harvest Moon. You're missing out. Well, they like, got a little repetitive, but 64 was super good. And it sounds like, you know, it sounds like was being a bit more serious than Harvest Moon, which is like, I'm farming, there's a forest spirit. I guess like the idea like, of farming has never appealed to me. It's like,
1: I don't want to milk a cow. I mean, the hardcore Animal Crossing. Direction sounds kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it, it, I mean it has potential, and it sounds like it just sounds like something deeper. Like Animal Crossing is really cool, and you can get really deep in it, but it's like deep in terms of how you choose to collect items you kind of
1: have to like
0: this is deep in terms of like yeah. resonation like well, resonating because with the game
1: is giving you that deepness and Animal Crossing you kind of have to create right you have deep. to create the depth yeah it's like I care about you because I choose to care about you right 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 <laughs> depth is, the depth
0: is totally up to you while this is like you have to care about these people and here's what happens I don't know when, like, when
1: get we get to Animal Crossing that's like, like well, I'm really mad at a certain villager they really got me mad and I thought they were my friend <laughs> 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 I can't that play this so anymore I was, like, really, I was like really I was like really hippo really uh, that's sad. I'm sorry, that's really sad. They
0: are lines of code, Jose. I know, and I just went into this whole speech about how this game is going to be real backstories, but at the end of the day, there's still lines of code. But either way, uh, Hometown Story, I'm really curious about It's supposed to be out 3DS exclusively later this year. It's
1: not funny if you think of it so, that way. But... I know, yeah.
0: But uh, here, here's a game that's worth mentioning simply because of the name recognition and because it's totally the next killer app for the Wii, you guys. Angry Birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Angry Birds Trilogy which as you may remember was on 3DS I think last year is now on uh, 39 surprise! yeah it's yeah, yeah, can... 40 bucks 30 bucks uh, it's now on Wii and Wii U in August also probably 40 bucks they didn't say a price but they Whoa. did say it's, they're promising 40 hours of gameplay it's got Angry Birds Angry Birds Seasons and Angry Birds Rio all in one package all in HD not even all on your space? TV or your gamepad what?
1: not even in space?
0: No, because it's a part of a year-old thing before Space came out. Whoa. But here's the thing: those games are 99 cents a pop.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. A like, lot more. But, and I could see like the the parents going. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: No. Well, the thing is, Angry Birds Trilogy when it came out originally on PS3, 360, and 3DS, 1.7 million copies. Oh. Yeah. So now it's uh, oh you know Wii and Wii U, and they're hoping to replicate a little of that success. And to their credit, they're not like completely just throwing this out there without any effort. Uh, they're gonna have exclusive levels, <laughs> woo! But, but no. more to the point, uh, the Wii U version will have off-TV play. It will naturally use the touch
1: pad. Off-TV play now for that game seems kind of like it's re- like just re- buy the game. iPhone Oh, version. like the yeah, touchpad yeah, yeah, like, already. Yeah, it's a bigger kinda, screen. Oh, yeah, again, yeah, the touch is
0: better on an iPad.
1: <laughs> and it looks but, better. But this one does have something those well, don't the even have. The status might be nice for the accurate.
0: You don't need um. that. I could play just fine with my finger on my, you know, iPhone 4s, which has a tiny, tiny screen in comparison. <laughs> But uh, they are adding online leaderboards. I think that's in Trilogy, on 360, and PS3, but it was not on 3DS. So that's kind of neat because that's something that's sorely missing from Angry Birds. Yeah. But quite frankly, the only reason I brought it up is because we get so few games right now <laughs> that it's worth mentioning, and it's a huge name. So Angry Birds Trilogy, yeah. And that yeah. actually came out after that announcement was actually after E3. That was this past week, but I just kind of lumped it in with the third-party
1: E3s. Yeah, Why, you know, you're somewhat excited. Yeah, I'm None sure of, someone. Like, some yeah, the se, you
0: know, there's that one guy <laughs> I've been holding a and, uh...
1: I didn't invite on an iPad cuz I was holding over the
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just had to play it on my GamePad with all those extra buttons and
1: sticks that aren't needed. Like it feels mever pictures. I assume Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Oh, well, that's worth it. That's worth worrying. Oh, you, know, you know what they could have done? They could have done like Miiverse integration, kind of called how Resident Evil Revelation, where you can make the zombie talk, you can make the pigs talk, and have them do trash talk. Oh, to man, the bird. that'd be good. Dude, oh, you need for cool. Activision.
0: That's actually a really cool idea.
1: That's all the pigs would be teasing the birds. Like, oh, now I want to hate you with more.
0: That'd be so great. You know, honestly, what Activision and Rovio, the Angry Birds people, should have done is made an eShop version on the Wii U for 10, 15 bucks. Yeah, it's overpriced compared to the others, but it's still relatively cheap. And then they can add all the cool Meverse things or whatever. Yeah. I think we should go work for Activision now. That's what we <laughs> should do. We should convince them to do this. But um, tell
1: me before they go first person like Plants vs Zombies. Oh, first person. Right. View of the you know Plants vs Zombies, zombies uh, Garden warfare,
0: warfare actually looks kind of cool. That's I, funny. It's that's right now it's footage. it's uh, it's like a third person shooter with plants. And oh, not a first person? Nope. Ooh, it's, it's like, like
1: Transformers uh, except you can move moving the plant and you shoot and then you see the zombies walking around. Yeah, and you shoot. that sounds cool. Yeah, right now yeah, it's it and amazing. it's
0: online multiplayer.
1: Right now it's uh, zombies have hilarious voices. Yep.
0: Right now it's for only on 360 and and 1. Yeah, Xbox 360, I just realized how no one knows what that means. Xbox 360 and Xbox One. But eventually it's not exclusive. Eventually it is coming to PlayStation and I assume if the Wii U picks up and EA chooses to support it again, it could hit Wii U because it works just fine on 360. But, uh, you know, with all these games coming out, obviously there's a lot to be (laughs) excited about, but there's also some game news that wasn't so good from E3. And that was the bad news Whoa. that we're not getting a new F Zero or a new Wave Race or any uh, yeah, number yeah. of dormant in town franchises yeah. anytime soon.
1: Wave Race. Wave
0: Race. Don't tell me you don't know Wave Race. I think
1: I have one. Yeah, for you. Someone gave you one for GameCube. And I don't think we have Dude, we Wave could Race, have Race is it. fun. Wave Race '64 is the best, but Wave Race Blue Storm,
0: which we actually. Running dolphin. Yes, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wave Race 64 is the Wave Race. Like, the must-have. And then, Blue Storm's pretty good. It's made by the guys that did um, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Nintendo Software Technologies, and mm-hmm. Redmond. Oh, okay.
1: That's this crazy monster scene <laughs> <on the laughs> <different> over right? <laughs> what? That's, like, completely different. I know, games. but I'm just trying to give you some context. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: the first one was made by Nintendo. The second one was Nintendo Software Technologies, which is, like, a spin-off of them. Mm-hmm. Like, they hired... Do you know that school, DigiPen? Yeah. The video game school? Yeah. They hire people out of DigiPen. Have them go across the street it's to school. Nintendo and work there at Nintendo no, Software Washington. Technologies. Yeah. But, uh, so, we're not, we're not seeing a wave race right anytime soon. We're not seeing F-Zero anytime soon. And according to Miyamoto, uh, there's a reason for that. A really sad reason, <laughs> actually. He was telling IGN. They asked, IGN asked him what's going on. Like, where are they? And he basically said that... You know what? I'm just going to read the quote. I think where I struggle is I don't really have a good idea for what's new that, could be, that we could bring to F-Zero that would really turn it into a great game again. They don't have to do anything. It's now, a really first crazy. of all... <laughs> HD
1: graphics, that's what they're advertising for a lot of the games as a new feature. First of all, <laughs> you could say... Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, Mario Kart just added you can drive sideways and that's it. Like, you could drive on a wall instead of the floor. No. Okay, and it's HD. Okay. Zero, okay. 360. Yeah, exactly.
1: But, like, if you are marketing a whole new and game Galaxy. around that I, I feature, they really want to add items, like, wipe out... Like, not, but even then, I know. like... I, know, I don't understand never his had point. Items. Yeah, and I don't no, understand his no point. Like, no, I know. If, I don't want them to, but... Like, if Mario 3D World... Even more characters. If,
0: if Mario 3D World is just Mario 3D Land with multiplayer and in HD, why can't F-Zero U be F-Zero GX with, with more, online play? With more characters in like, uh, HD. Right, and same with Wave Race. Why can't they bring that back and just be like, look, you HD You should already water. have five
1: players in F-Zero. You'd never have
0: yeah, that. and not only that, but like in the case of Wave Race, which she didn't specifically call out by name in that quote, but that was also brought up. Um, it, It's big selling point on N64 and GameCube was look at the water physics. Just imagine those water physics with the Wii. You can't really interact with why? this
1: because water kills you. <laughs> what? Wait, which game are you talking about? Wave Race. Oh, never mind. Oh, you're oh about water magic. physics game. Yeah, the water physics in yeah. Wave Race.
0: Like, why would they not... Like, it doesn't make sense. But the thing the thing that more annoys me almost than that excuse of I can't think of anything is Okay, Mr. Miyamoto, <laughs> I'm sure you can't think of anything. That's fine. You have a multi-million, billion-dollar company mm. behind you full of developers who can think of things. I mean, I wrote an article on the site uh, last week call an extra called nintendo's cult of personality and basically basically what it's about if you haven't read yet, definitely go check it out it actually seems to be it got pretty good traction like it has like like people seem to have liked it but um basically the nutshell is Miyamoto's is not gonna be there forever so nintendo's (laughs) naturally you know raising the profile of other developers like if you look at their e3 coverage this year they had like nine key developers they kept like dropping the names of on social media and in videos and whatnot so i kind of looked in the arc, I kind of look at that and what that means in the bigger picture and whatnot. Mm. But those developers may have ideas. Like, yeah. I understand if Mia Mo says no idea, why no one can have ideas. Or, you know, the third parties again. They <laughs> Sega made F0GX, not Nintendo.
1: Whether that's just his go to quote. That's like, he, it's but like, still, he it's, not, say something. it's not a good PR
0: move. It's not a good. Like, if PR gave it to him, like, if his rep is like, say this, <laughs> not, not a good yeah. thing to say. It's like, I mean, obviously, Mimo is a genius, and he has tons of good ideas. Pikmin, we talked about forever, yeah. but that, was all him. But like, if you don't have an idea, you don't have to be the one that comes up with it. It's okay. okay. <laughs> You're not even the creator of F-Zero originally, I don't think. Like,
1: is he treating it like like his baby, like Pikmin? Do
0: I get no? I don't think he is. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, he gave it to Sega. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Is yeah, that his mean, baby? Yeah, so it's it's very confusing. But Mimo actually did explain why they're not outsourcing to Sega again. So there's that.
1: Uh, Aren't they like best friends anyway? What? Sega?
0: Yeah, they are now, but they're purposely not giving games to Sega. You know, I still we're not,
1: how that's the situation now. Like, I know, how weird or, is that, right? Like, it's still kind Arch of,
0: nemesis, like, and now they're like BFFs. I know, like, <laughs>
1: Sonic, like, oh, I'm like hip and cool, like, not like Mario was like right. an Italian plumber, and now they're like freaking shaking hands in the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> it's, super, it's super weird.
0: But no, what uh, what Mimo
1: was saying in terms of like, why
0: Nintendo's games aren't being made by third parties, with the exception of Namco Bandai doing Smash Bros, I guess. Is that uh there's so a quote. Obviously in the past we've tried to work with other companies where we let them develop games for us in franchises like Star Fox and F Zero. But the more we think about it, the more we prefer to be able to create those games internally on our own. That's fair enough. They I mean, we us three can't stop talking about the positives of SDRGX. I know yeah, you so two awesome. you two love Star Fox Assault, which was oh, Namio. No. Yet Okay. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> it was fun. But but Miyamoto on the other hand and some of the Nintendo higher ups. For some reason, I don't understand up 0 I can see where they're coming from from Star Fox, but they didn't. They weren't happy with the end product at the end of the day. In fact, Miyamoto described them in a second article on IGN. He described them as uh, almost like we're sort of like an out that they were sort of like an outside company, almost doing a cover of our games with their own studios. Like, you didn't feel they
1: were true Nintendo games. Anything, it <laughs> felt more like an 0 game than I've ever played an F-Zero game.
0: But Star Fox, I can see what it means completely. I mean, Star like, Fox was fun. Assault was fun, but it definitely... No, it's definitely different. different. I can yeah. see how Star
1: Fox, because I mean, like, Star Fox, when I... Oh, I guess I assume, like, a long time ago, oh, it's on-rail shooting. Yeah. This one wasn't that, and I guess that's kind of why I liked it. Yeah. Because I'm not... Yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah, on-rail, I mean, All about taking risks? Yeah, well, like the the thing, is, well,
0: the thing is, they're fine with risks. He went on to say that, like, their major thing is they've come to realize that they want a Nintendo producer... From internally at Nintendo, you know while the internal producers going and working with the team making it. And that's easiest when you're working on your own. Of course they have partnerships with Retro Studios, they own them. So they have uh (laughs) Tanabe, I believe is his name, is the one he's in charge of Donkey Kong Metroid Prime, so he goes and works with them. They had uh people working like next level games, that's a third party like uh that did Luigi's Mansion, Mario Strikers, and they have a Nintendo producer work with them and they do like weekly video call check ins and like daily progress reports and all that stuff where it's like Almost as if they're being treated like they're internal. They just have to be halfway around the world. <laughs> so I guess if Sega or Namco or whoever were okay with Nintendo doing that with their company, I mean, Sakurai's doing that with the Smash Bros. team at Namco Bandai, then, you know, that's fine. But I'm pretty sure Sega and those guys would, are a little offended if, they're, if Nintendo says, would you make this for us, but we're going to dictate every little decision <laughs> along the way. Because with GX and Assault, they basically let them do what they want. Like, the producer of GX was um, the guy that did Monkey Ball. Not anyone from the demo. Monty- yeah, I think it's the guy. That did monkey.
1: Ball. I know the developer is the monkey. Yeah, ball I thought developer. I like. Oh, uh, I've been holding back. Like on my ideas. For yeah. Some yeah. Long, like, yeah. He yeah, it went crazy. But yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> but done with cutscenes. Yeah. Got to go pull. Like yeah.
0: The, I mean, the silver lining of all this, like the sliver of hope in all this, is that Mimo did reemphasize that Nintendo does plan to expand their internal teams, kind of addressing the issue that we were talking about before, with limited resources, mm. and they're hoping that that will let them create new games that both. Are of their core franchises and dip into older franchises with f-zero wave race whatever so maybe his comment is way backwards comment about well i don't have ideas <laughs> yeah. maybe that's just buying time yeah until i set this up i mean he, he specifically pointed out retro studios and next level games as the type of partnerships they want to forge so if they can find more companies like that and then have them do i mean monster games he didn't even name drop monster games the guys that did uh don Kong returns don Kong country returns 3d the port they also did excite truck and excite bots those what is, Zubo,
1: what is Gizo Grizo
0: Grizo. They, yeah, they're another one in Japan. They are they're oh. a second party of Nintendo that they work with. I think a second party, maybe third. But they contract out to them, and they have a Nintendo producer oversee oh, their Kyogre. work. You mean Good Feel? Good Feel, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Kyogre. So yeah, in the case of uh, Good Feel, we uh, Tezuka, Takashi Tezuka, the guy we saw at Best Buy, he is overseeing Yarn Yoshi mm. at Good Feel. Like, he's the producer. Oh, I forgot about that game. You know? Yeah, so it's like all that. You know, I think that's the strategy. I mean, they're saying that's the strategy they're going with. But I think if they just beef up the number of producers they have and start promoting Within and then filling those voids with more people, like, it could all eventually get going. But for now, we're stuck with the limited game selection
1: we get. that Yoshi game so. have a title? What? Did that Yoshi game have a title? Everyone's
0: calling it Yarn Yoshi. I, don't, I think the <laughs> official name is just, like, Yoshi. Why Y-Y- Why.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yoshi's Epic Yarn. It won't be that. I guarantee it. <laughs> but it's too similar if anything it's going to be like
1: Yoshi's I could see it being Yarn Yoshi Just because yeah. of the, of it, the sounds it sounds yeah, good like, it sounds
0: like I know Yoshi Land was what was originally codenamed in Miiverse when, it, when the Miiverse first came out with the Wii U someone hacked I, we talked about this when it happened but someone like mm. accidentally like got into the admin panel and Yarn or Yoshi's Land was listed in one of the games and then sure enough in February Yarn Yoshi or January so but one franchise of all things so Wave Race we're not getting F-Zero we're not getting anytime soon and, I mean, we might randomly see Kid Icarus again or something, but even then, they're dormant. One franchise that oddly isn't dormant and that Nintendo seems to want to keep going is Steel
1: Diver. Oh, I do Steel <laughs> Diver. So Steel
0: Diver, for those who don't know that are listening, Steel Diver was a 3DS launch tile back in March 2011. Um, it was a pretty slow-paced game. You controlled a submarine. It was 2D. So, like, the depth effect of the 3DS that they were showing off was, like, it hovering in the water, so it looked like it was, like, in the middle of, like, a pool of jello in your screen, kind of. But the, you controlled it with the touchscreen. You're like moving levers to make it go up and down. It was super <laughs> slow. Like literally, it was a submarine moving through water, and and they don't go very fast. And uh, <laughs> literal
1: submarine simulator. Yeah, that's all
0: it was. And now what Nintendo wants to do is, I guess they believe they have you know Golden. a good idea in there. They Did it sell it.
1: good? No,
0: bombed. <laughs> it, was for, it was five bucks at GameStop forever. Five bucks.
1: Or for free if you get a 3DS. To get yeah, it, it was home. free for a while. That worth the, the five book games.
0: Yeah. And Steel Diver is also short, much like Pilotwings. But just I guess... You paid full price for that. She sti- yeah. <laughs> I paid full price for Wings Resort, and I do not regret it, because Wings is amazing. Anyway.
1: Uh, Steel Diver have was one of... There's a fun game. I'll give you that. I want.
0: Yeah. It. And Steel Diver is one of Kaya kind of Mimo's pet projects, much like Pikmin, mm. as you were saying before, Elvis. So, uh... He isn't just gonna let go. <laughs> at all. What they're gonna do instead, though, is they're gonna turn it into Nintendo's first free-to-play game.
1: Uh, oh, that's <laughs> what Yeah, that so is.
0: it's... Uh, Okay, is there like a fireworks show going on?
1: Yeah, they're checking to see if it works. Yeah, okay, well, happy
0: 4th of <laughs> July to those Americans that are listening. Actually, this episode goes live right before Canada Day, like the day before Canada Day. So, to those in Canada, those fireworks are for you.
2: Yeah. I had nothing to do
0: with it, but I'm dead up them to you. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, but back to Steel Diver. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so he's not giving up, so he's figuring out how can we make it work. And Nintendo's been saying they want to dabble in free-to-play, and here's their attempt. So, the gameplay is going to be tweaked to adapt to that new format. Maybe
1: they have to change the visual and make them more. Yeah,
0: well, I don't even know what system it's for. He didn't even say if it's Wii U or 3DS. He just said they're going to make it free to play.
1: So, what he, what he described. What is some Wii U, if it's free to play? Like crazy tune um, Oh, man, you could use like, the gamepad as a periscope, and that's all I got. Well, you could do the, the
0: periscope thing with the 3DS driver. That was it. Yeah,
1: but, but since it's all on like, one console, it feels like I could. I mean, you have to like, do yeah. the motion, like, bring down the press, go put the game Well, I think, oh, I think whatever they're doing is going to be
0: a little more action-packed. It has yeah. to be. But he said, he told <laughs> he told IGN, he just, it's really weird, he just casually mentioned this to IGN during the interview. Like, they're like, so what about Free of Plane? He's like, oh, well, we've got Steel Diver. And like, what? <laughs>
2: but, um, so yeah, he,
0: he said that they're going to, quote, be, uh, opening it up. The gameplay, whatever that means, he did confirm multiplayer battles, which I don't think the original it had. Sounds kind of so cool. So that could be kind of cool.
1: Yeah. So It'd be intense, like moving on with the lever, like oh no, yeah. And I won't be surprised.
0: I not be if the lever thing. Yeah, and I won't be surprised if the lever thing isn't as tedious as it was because we. I played the original Steel Diver at one of those demo pods, and you played it too, I think. Yeah. That was it. At one of those demo pods in setup. and kind set up and. Like, literally, it was like a pod that just plopped down to Santa Monica, and they just unfolded the walls during the day (laughs) and cocooned it at night. But, uh, yeah, so we played it there, and it was, it's just like you move a lever, but then you wait a minute for for the submarine to react, like a real submarine. So if they speed that up and make battles, like kind of these intense naval warfare things, yeah, it could be cool.
1: I mean, games don't have to be super realistic. No, not at all. But, uh, I mean, look at most of Nintendo's games. I know.
0: <laughs> Miyamoto, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, but one one thing...
0: Um, So he know, he already has an idea of gameplay. Multiplayer, faster, maybe. But opening it up in some way. <laughs> one thing he doesn't know... Maybe he's know, been in a
1: real submarine and he loved the experience so much that he wanted to be as authentic as possible. Well, that's how he is. Yeah. Nintendogs exist because he got a dog. Pikmin exists because he was gardening. We was like battling uh, uh, instead of, like, throwing stuff at Yeah, them, like, I, oh, Zelda, Zelda exists specifically. my
0: value. <laughs> Zelda exists specifically because as a cave he used to go... Or as a kid he used to go... <laughs> for, he used to be a cave. As a cave he goes
1: for kids.
0: As a cave he goes for... I did it again. As a kid he go for caves.
1: But that's why, that's why. Maybe like, one of his parents were the ones who told like, hey, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, with you." Oh, if only, if only. Oh, but no, God. so all his, like, all these
0: gameplay ideas come from real-life experiences, so maybe the submarine thing's true. But what they haven't decided Where on. Where did
1: Mario come from? Uh,
0: maybe he had a plumber at his house once, and the plumber was eating a mushroom. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the plumber was getting high while fixing his bathtub. And now we have Mario. Right?
1: <laughs> and then the time we're running and jumping away from his problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's exactly it. It was all code for different sort of drug things. Oh, that's, like, that's that's kind that's kind of, Mario's very symbolic. It <laughs> yeah, it's
0: all super. It's all metaphors. Where it was all metaphors for one poor Japanese plumber's drug drug trip. <laughs>
1: but um, unless, unless it really came like from his interview. The game was designed strictly based on the limitations of the console, and that's just how the, the game Which came. Which game are we talking about now? The first Super Mario Bros. Oh, it totally was. I mean, the oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, There was no inspiration from it outside of just making so a game that... No, there, there
0: really wasn't. I mean, like, the like, fact that the... Uh, like, everything was just so it worked. Yeah, the as, warp as pipes. As he, he explained that warp pipes were specifically for that reason. Yeah. So the piping is probably led to the plumbing, mm-hmm. not a drug trip by a elderly Japanese yeah, plumber.
1: Like <laughs> I mean, Mars' the whole design is off. Because of that, yeah, like, like the mustache, yeah, the hat, and, and, the, the, girl, hat. We don't and the overall, hat. and the
0: overall, so you can see his arms move. That's yeah, why his
1: overalls. But either way, um,
0: yeah, the more you know. Again, that's two. That's a two for this episode. Anyway, uh, so back to Steel Diver. So he knows the gameplay, but doesn't know how they're going to do microtransaction or how they're going to do free to play. It could be microtransactions. It could be a membership fee. They're still trying to figure that out. Ugh. But when, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. But
1: um, whenever they figure membership fees no, is there already one for? I don't think it'll be a membership. Slot fee. Note. No, not slot oh, oh, no Studio. Oh, no studio.
0: Yeah. Flipnote Studio 3D coming out in August on the 3DS yeah. will uh, it took a a I, I don't know Yeah, no. if you want to there's two galleries there's a friend gallery where you can share your drawings at any time with anyone free? and that's free Not and much. then there's world gallery where you post them like online to like a public gallery and it costs money unless they're highly rated then you get the next month free as a gift so it's only like a buck I think
1: yeah it's a buck a month
0: yeah but so like so, so a little more than Netflix but less than a magazine a little more <laughs> than Netflix? Net- oh no wait no a month wow never mind. No, oh, I was thinking I, when, you, when, when you said <laughs> a "buck a month," I was like, "Oh, Netflix is seventy ninety nine a month. Well, that's less than that." Netflix <laughs> not Netflix <laughs> no sense. No, it's more than Netflix. It's it's, it's, it's less than Netflix. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. Wow, I just want to finish My steel diver thought. <laughs> <laughs> I just say it's supposed to come out soonish, or they're supposed to announce it soonish. So probably in town direct, but I don't know. It's interesting to see them literally do a tank, tank, tank. Because be cool. he, he, said, he specifically said that they will release a that package... will hopefully not tank. Well, yeah, but they're... Or, uh, yeah, okay. But <laughs> uh, we made that
1: fun so many times. I know, of but
0: it's, it's fine because Nintendo, whatever they do with this, they're going to have a package version that you get the whole game up front, supposedly.
1: That'd be cool. So,
0: yeah, so if you want to do microtransaction and only buy half, you can. If you want to buy the whole thing, you can. And that's why I'm saying it's kind of like Tank Tank Tank. Because Tank 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 is a $60 disc, or in our case, we bought... We downloaded the free version from the eShop and then bought only multiplayer, which is like five bucks. Yeah, that's true. So. I mean,
1: maybe there's a change needed for us to dive into the series.
0: Well done. Round of applause for Rosé. That was a beautiful pun. That was Thank one for the ages. You should just, like, retire now. We'll just replace you with all this. It's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, that okay, one that's person funny. laughing in the... Listening to this. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Not All same our person our... that was waiting for... Oh, hours. yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah one
0: guy who's, like, perfectly... Like, his whole existence is to, like, everything on our podcast, <laughs> basically. But, um, the, you know, the real question to me about Steel Diver, though, going back to that, becomes why Steel Diver and not a game that matters? <laughs> like, no. why not a re- established franchise? Why is Nintendo taking what gamble would... with one that bombed?
1: What if he can accept it, that it bombed, so he's trying to remake it? To well, that's, he that's doesn't want to be the
0: 2. That's kind of it, sort of. Uh, in a investor, or not investor, but during E3, we talked about this last episode. Nintendo did a briefing for their analysts, for like the investors and analysts. And after the briefing, they didn't have the transcript yet, so we couldn't report on it last episode. But they did a Q&A where there are like six or ten questions that Satura Iwata, Nintendo's global president, answered. And in those Q and in that Q is when the f- idea of free to play first was like flushed out a little, and then Miyamoto's interview actually came the day a day later, which might be why he just casually like, mm. "Yeah, we're we'll making Steel Diver," because <laughs> it was like after that was known. So what Iwata I wanted was saying, what
1: other word, I don't know "Yeah," I don't, and
0: that's kind of what I point was is he was saying that um, they don't want to do franchises that are established or known because people already are willing to pay full price for Mario, Pokemon, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Etc. They want the way they can do this is create. They can use it to create new IPs and new franchises and new gameplay ideas, and or see what resonates with gamers and do it in a way that will make them want to play. Because if it's free, we'll download anything. I mean, you point out that we all down, We both download. Zumba. Yeah, we both download. Uh, what do you
1: say? Zumba or Zumba? Oh, I was gonna Zen say Zen Pinball. Zen Pinball. <laughs> Zumba. Zumba, Zumba.
0: I've downloaded Zumba. Zumba as well. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we downloaded <laughs> uh, like my. I and mean, we both downloaded yeah.
1: Tank and bought well, I bought the right, exactly. System. So Nintendo's bought
0: logic that. is we would not pay full price for that, or even any sort of price, but for free, and then if we like it, we buy more. That's a good strategy. So that's why it's Steel Diver, <laughs> and not something of more significance, because clearly Steel Diver didn't work as a full retail product. Was it because people just didn't understand it, or was it because they didn't like it? Most likely it was understanding, because it, it just didn't sell.
1: <laughs> you didn't get it.
0: Yeah, well, clearly it didn't sell. Like It wasn't even yeah. an issue of, like, you don't get... Like, it's not an issue of you don't get it, it's like you're not even getting it the time of day. So what well, if we make it free, then maybe you'll care enough to try it, and then you'll like it. That's the logic. Steel and I mean, Diver
1: fan. Huh? No, that, that same guy is also a yeah, Steel same, Diver guy. Yeah, yeah, there's
0: one guy. We need to name this guy who likes uh, stars oh. Pinball, Steel Diver, oh. and... He's yeah, kind a was, super
1: fan, huh?
0: What it, was, it, was, it, was the third one?
1: Uh, it was Steel divers, Pinball, oh, and something else. Oh, oh, oh that, Virch, dang, yeah. Yeah, well,
0: Ken out there, I know you're listening. <laughs> if your name's not Ken, it, legally change it, because that's your only option now. Because uh, I've named you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what was I going to say beyond, oh yeah, one thing I want to made extremely clear though about Nintendo free to Play, which is good to know, is they are not going to be pulling fast ones like lots of iOS apps do. It's not going to be like, oh, you can play one level and that costs you $20. <laughs> like, or you have to buy these items only with real money, fireworks, only with real <laughs> money to, uh you know, progress and get this item. Oh, so now, he's saying they don't, like Team Fortress, they don't want, play whatever you want, exactly. Or they'll make Skiddle. it so, or they'll make it so you play like, half the game, and then they say if you want to unlock the second half. Opposed to like, literally an iOS,
1: oh, it's yeah, like, there's some games that like, you're free, you can play them for like, a few hours a day, and that's it. I yeah,
0: iOS says that, they also have, not so much that, but more, um, you can progress through a game, but to get the item you need to progress, it either takes 30 hours, of redundant game, or like really uh, you know, dragging you gameplay, or buy it for two bucks.
1: So yeah. they don't want to do that. I, I wanted like a really lame. It is. It's it's
0: home. a plague on the app store right now. So to speak, like literally tons of games have it, and it's awful. But I was saying Nintendo's not going to do that because they want to have a favorable long term relationship. That's the term used with the consumer. They don't want them to like get suckered in because then they won't buy a game in the future. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. Because they have
0: pra- they have package products they have to maintain as well. So they need to find a balance.
1: Wirework yeah. could work work.
0: Yeah, WarioWare, I mean, they tried that. WarioWare Snapped was a download game, sort of.
1: Yeah, but that was just... I mean, it's all one game, game, right, but they
0: it's one of those things that they were not release as a retail game. Oh, yeah. They could have flushed it out to a retail game, but they decided, let's see if this if this works, and it didn't. <laughs> like, people played it, but mm-hmm. did we see any other DSi games that use the camera in that way? Photo Dojo took pictures, but then it modified the pictures. What about that one game that with the, <laughs> that, the that was augmented reality, though. Oh, okay. I'm talking about, like, literally using... WarioWare Snap for DSi was essentially Connect before Connect or
1: PlayStation Move, before yeah. move.
0: like it was that idea.
1: So, it's pretty fun when but you, you get never saw
0: any other game that used that, and it probably when you get it to work. Yeah, yeah when you get it to work. Yeah, well, no, we had the
1: whole big construction paper like green screen. Yeah, right? we had to make a green screen. Green but that's
0: paper. see, that's exactly why it was a download, not a retail game. They didn't want to take that big of a gamble. Mm. And it and you know if people didn't like the game, whatever, it's five bucks, it wasn't a huge deal. So that, it kind of fits with this line of thinking that they now have. It is worth knowing, though, that while Iwata said they won't do any major franchises, in a different interview with VentureBeat, the producer of Animal Crossing, 50 yeah. series is going, uh, Kasuya Iguchi, he, I think I said <laughs> that right, he um, said that, he, did, he, he, let me rephrase, he didn't rule out the idea of free-to-play Animal oh, Crossing. Oh, man, I mean, imagine all, all the items real life. Oh, that'd be awful. See, that's what iOS <S laughs> is like often. That's what the app store is like. Is you can do
1: whatever page. you want, but like... Yeah,
0: that's how the app stores. You want
1: to build the bridge? <laughs> yeah, building build a
0: bridge is twenty real dollars.
1: No, but he was saying, oh I mean, no, the way like, he you would, would still have your in-game money, but if you don't want to like grind and make the money for the bridge, yeah. Then you could just pay off the bridge with real money, or you could just make your that's own. That's how money.
0: Simpsons Tapped Out is actually. Like, like you can either wait or just have it in real. Like, or, or, or just pay. Just yeah. It up.
1: For the people, they're just like, oh man. That's like gonna... half the fun of Animal Crossing, yeah, yeah, but that's
0: that's the thing, though. I and mean, the venture be brought up to him, like he didn't volunteer information, and he said we wouldn't not consider it if it's a valuable option. So like, it's not probably gonna happen. But the fact of the matter <laughs> is, this is the one franchise. No, it's where... in
1: his head. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: in his head, and this seems to be the one franchise Nintendo's kind of willing to do microtransactions on. And I mean. Animal Crossing? Yeah, Animal Crossing. I, uh, yeah, Animal um, Crossing. I mean, kind of like we already said, I'm really not a fan of this idea. I mean, I could idea. see
1: how it could work just because of like, how Animal Crossing yeah. is. Oh, it
0: makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah. And then there's also the second level, beyond just like, oh, it makes sense because you buy items. There's also the second level of who its core demographic is. In Japan, the core Animal Crossing demographic is actually 20-something women huh. and teen girls. Like, like they're like not a year old women. 20 20, some, not just twenty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's about twenty women in
1: Japan who love the game, <laughs> the and then the other however many million of people in the country. They played. saw them play, and they're like, oh. yeah.
0: There's twenty somethings who are women, as well as teens who are women, who you know they're used to playing games on their phone, and then they went and bought 3ds, and they went and bought Animal Crossing, and now they play that exclusively. So if they're already used to and not purchase on their phone, this is the easiest franchise to make yeah, that jump because you make money out of it. Yeah, and they're and you know it's already. Logical, <laughs> like they're all right to, to, the, to the to the players. It's like, oh, I already do this, but you know, it's just one more thing to do it on. Yeah, but I hope they don't. Yeah, do that, that I really would suck. Don't. Yeah, although it, it's fine because Nintendo's like, oh, our first free to play game is Steel Diver, but it's not. They snuck one out. <laughs> they snuck one out. I don't know if you noticed. You probably didn't because we're in America. They mm-hmm. snuck one out, and that's a uh, update to Street, Pl- Street oh, Pass right. Plaza, which now includes paid games that you can download individually. So what? happened Basically, like here.
1: Uh, what know, happened? I showed you some videos of this. Yeah. Well. I'll yeah. What happened and we'll was I'll go into
0: great depth. So as you may, as uh, 3ds owners everywhere around the world saw, version 6.0 came, came out of the firmware. Mm. Version 6.0 here in the states and in Japan included new photo filters, a save backup mode, like option for you games. know that thing
1: that you tapped on the bottom. Of your yeah. To back up your saves. Yeah. That was it.
0: But in Europe and Japan, unlike here, they got one extra thing and that was a completely redone from the ground up Street Pass Plaza. New menus, new options, new That's hats. Cool. You could wear clothes now, you could change your Mii's emotions. Ooh. Like all sorts of stuff. And the big hook on this was instead of including a new Find Me minigame, they oh, and four new puzzles. There's now Xenoblade, New Super Mario Brothers U, um I'm forgetting some. Uh, the, the, the Nintendo princesses. Like the Disney princesses. Like all drawn oh, in the wow. same style, but Nintendo. It's super Wait, weird. How um, they have to, they uh, do it was people? Zelda, Peach, Daisy. Daisy no, Daisy Wait, wasn't it. Pauline. Before, so not really princesses. More of the women on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, the only women on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, Were there princesses? Women on Nintendo. like a calendar thing. Yeah, oh, and Skyward Sword. Yeah, I know what that is. Like. <laughs> and Skyward Sword, of course. That was the fourth puzzle. But so they got all that. And on top of that, they got these new... Games, literally games that you play with Street Pass data. So there's four different games. They're each five bucks a pop, roughly. Or like, you can get the.
1: In game com- coins? Yeah, you buy them. Or- no,
0: five dollars. Oh. Like, like real life dollars. You buy them in the app, much like you would an in app purchase in, you know, a new Mario map or free to play with Steel Diver. Mm-hmm. Like this is free to play. They lured us in with a free Street Pass thing. And now they're saying if you want more, you're welcome to keep using what you have. But if you want new options, pay up. So they may have said that Steel Dyer was the first free-to-play,
1: but I'd argue game's this is. the first one and the Yeah, I'd argue this
0: is. Uh, yeah, assuming Nintendo
1: doesn't get this out here Some soon. of them look yeah. kind of interesting about some of the games. Yeah,
0: there's four different ones. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is if you buy them all together, it is discounted. Nintendo likes doing that. Most companies don't bother doing that. So that's a nice plus. But there's four different games. They actually some pretty interesting So for the most them.
1: part, this is like the Call of Duty Season Pass. Oh, that's
0: true. Yeah, never mind. I don't know why I was saying everyone <laughs> does that bundle. But uh, yeah, the, the four games are actually kind of neat. They're all from developers who have like good like uh, portfolios of games. Like they they have made good games. So I'll just run through them real quick. So mm-hmm, the first one's it. called Street Pass Squad. It's kind of like Find Me. It's a role playing game, but it's gonna be um, in space instead of on Earth. That's cool. So you're, it's a space RPG, and it's actually being developed by our friends over at Not Feel Good, but Good Feel. <laughs> uh, yeah, they so, probably feel
1: good about this. Yeah, I'm sure they do.
0: But yeah, the Kirby Epic Yarn people, the Yarn Yoshi people, they developed this whole game. That you can buy for five bucks, and it hook, It plugs into Street Pass, and just kind of like uses your Street Pass data like you would. You know? Yeah, you
1: pay for five bucks to get the game, and then and that's you have it. It's oh, like yeah, you don't have to e- pay more to no, get no, no. more it's stuff. It's downloading the game. Oh, okay. from the
0: eShop, but you have to buy each of them separately or together as a bundle. But the thing is, Street Pass Plaza was completely free all day, yeah. free, and now you have five dollar games. So that's the first one. Second one is a uh, Street Pass Garden, which is a gardening sim. Mm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so
0: you're you're growing flowers, you're decorating. You want to be a master gardener. you um, I believe how the Street Passes work is they bring you flowers to grow or to or new types of flowers to grow and uh this one's actually developed by grezzo which you brought up earlier jose as the 3d yeah they do ocarina time 3d uh so that's that one then there's Creep past battle which is a strategy game set in like a feudal japan-ish solar world and you're battling armies as like you're a general with an army presumably a Mies, and the <laughs> other generals are in game
1: it's similar, characters huh like sieve?
0: I would imagine kind of like a mix of sieve Or or Fire water. Emblem. I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Fire Emblem. I haven't seen footage of it. I just uh, oh, I have. I
1: it just has... Two, Is, it, think of it, it's split kind of like um, Advanced Wars, like you have like two sides. Yeah. And then oh, they just okay. kind of clash at each other and then one side wins.
0: Right, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But um, yeah, this one's being developed by actually some people that make really good like games of this nature. And that's Spike Chunsoft, who does the Mystery Dungeon games. Like oh, okay. mystery dungeon and all those they're good. Yeah, no, yeah i've never played them before. Uh, yeah. mystery dungeon is pretty fun. I well, the play, demo was fun yeah the demo was fun um last one is street Pass mansion which is a haunted house title yeah you're investigating some mysteries of a haunted house uh you're solving I, I don't know, know if the mystery was is. probably not a mystery but you're interacting with characters and battling enemies so the characters you interact with are coming in through street pass oh that's right and it's developed by yeah
1: <laughs> i thought that one also looks weird sorry <laughs> yeah that's yeah, cool. but um I don't, one thing I noticed like when every person is street pass in that mansion it's like they're trying to make their way through the mansion but the people keep coming in front no no right? no, no no. well like there's corridors, but like the mansion is blacked out on, on the screen like you can only right. see so much of it right and you can only progress when you street pass someone and they'll give you like a choice between Tetris looking blocks, and then you place them on the map, and then oh, that yeah, to build, you and that to build, build your
0: map, map to see to, to get through the mansion. And then yeah. when
1: you put your Tetris block in, if it fits, and you go through, and then if you want to progress more, you have to someone else to get more Tetris right. blocks. So quite frankly, cool. the most interesting
0: part of this game, besides that neat gameplay, is the developer, which is Prope. Now, Prope may not be a name you recognize, but Prope nope. was founded by Sonic creator Yuji Naka, and they're the um, ones that made that really quirky uh, Let's Tap for Wii, the one where you put the Wii mode upside down on a table and you like tapped next to the table, and it, like, moved the Wiimote, and the gyro and the Wiimote being moved is what, like, controlled the game. It's super weird. I've
1: never it, Yeah, it's
0: insane. It didn't sell at all, but <laughs> basically, yeah, literally, you put the Wiimote upside down. You put it on, like, a surface that can, like, vibrate, mm-hmm. and then you tap when the game tells you to tap in different patterns and stuff, and the Wiimote picks up the tapping because it has the motion sensors, and that then affects what's in-game. So, like, there'd be, like, a jogging mini game, and you just have to tap as quick as you could. Or there'd be like one where you have to like tap to a rhythm. Or like, oh, it was released in the US. It was released in the US. It was sold at Best Buy. It had a Best Buy exclusive edition. I mean,
1: how they not. And it yours? came with it,
0: it. came with the Best Buy edition. Came with a cardboard box. You put the Wii on what? for better like <laughs> resonance. Like it was, it was, it was an interesting. Why didn't you tell me about this? It came out in like 07, I don't know, but oh. Uh, maybe oh eight. But still, it was. Yeah, it's from the guy that made Sonic. <laughs> uh-huh. And now, and now, Street Pass Mansion's the second one. So we, we we don't get any yeah I know it's insane but it takes a while to wrap your head around. But of these four street pass games that were released in European Japan, we have yet to hear confirmation getting any of them, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo chose to uh, roll them out once they do the street Pass relay stations that they're playing, which is where to turn Nintendo hotspots into street pass locations so like you'll street pass someone that was there earlier like you'll save um, it on a server and bring it back because the US is so spread out can't take away
1: some of the magic it does cuz <laughs> it's not
0: two way it's like daisy mm. chain instead and i know it's
1: like oh someone's here with a 3 ds yeah
0: but i mean it'll probably say it came not in whatever that i, I would not be surprised <laughs> if they update it to say like you got a street pass via nintendo zone like it won't make you think necessarily that someone's there they'll
1: tell you someone but was here I, earlier yeah, yeah
0: but i'm guessing if they roll it out it will be then at the absolute latest It's part of like a broader because that rollout's happening in the fall of the relay stations. so at the latest that's probably when we'll get these because it's weird that we didn't like we got everything else and noa has only said that they're looking into it that's what they told a foreign intel power editor that i follow on twitter <laughs> so uh yeah either way it no be, word. You know, goes either way, Europe. when we get the game, it, oh, those games it might be good. It got delayed because in Europe it's crashing. They had to release oh, the a yeah? second patch because for the first week no one could open their free pass pause. So it would keep crashing. That's like it. if they bought something, it would work. Like if they bought something, it would remember they bought it, but they wouldn't be able to play it. Uh, so, so, it kind of. My works money.
1: Out. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You know, I think it's super cool that they're doing this. Like it's very. It reminds me a lot of Miiverse, How they just rapidly are like pushing out new things to old products. Like, me versus, they push all sorts of crazy updates. Like, now character count's 200 instead of 100. And this is like, oh, new puzzles or new modes. Even like if new cost, modes. Yeah, yeah, even if it costs money, it's still cool out there, like, constantly updating yeah. these things and keeping them fresh when they're core, like, system features.
1: I could see me buying the space one.
0: Yeah, I could see me buying all four of them because I know I will. <laughs> But, uh, it's also kind of interesting that this is the second year in a row Nintendo's had a 3DS surprise right after E3. Like, this firmware launched the Monday after E3. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Last year, about two weeks after E3, right around now, uh, they announced the 3DS XL. Granted, they're way different in terms of scale (laughs) and in terms of, like, the significance. But still, that's two years in a row they've had a little extra bonus for the 3DS. So this is going downhill. Yeah, but still, I wonder what they're going to do next year. They they set a precedence. They have to follow it now. (laughs) They only have themselves to blame if they don't. But, uh... You know, we we were talking a whole lot about download, and, you know, by, like, yeah, Steel Diver comes as package, but they want to push the download version with free-to-play, or, like, uh, Street Pass is only a download thing, but that doesn't mean that Nintendo is giving up on retail. In fact, they're going the other way, sort of. They're still planning to be super strong for retail. Reggie was saying, speaking with uh, MTV's multiplayer blog, that... um there's some merits to retail beyond the obvious, oh, they see the box on the shelf, that's free advertising. They you know, they see the sign in the window, they're just casually browsing and pick up a game and buy it. Like that's something you know, Nintendo can't get the sales through so I've never
1: thought of the game box as an advertisement. Yeah, mm. well if you're just going into a store no, and you don't no, know no, what no, says yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, sense. Like it's a whole law yeah. that's like, oh, which one's the And you can't score? browse the
0: eShop in the same way. Like if you could browse the eShop but it's not the same as like I have ten minutes to kill, I'm gonna go to Best Buy. Like no one's gonna go, I have ten minutes to kill let me go find a Nintendo hotspot, open the eShop, and go download something. Like, but you might see something on the shelf that's Best Buy and want to buy it. So that's the main reason of retail, right? But the secondary thing that Reggie actually is one of the reasons Reggie's saying that has to
1: Yeah,
0: they have impulse purchasers, yeah. which you can't you can't have an impulse purchase on a digital service because the person I mean, already
1: know you kind of want the game. It's yeah, like the music, unless,
0: right? or I mean, you can like you can see a trailer and go, "Well, that's neat," but it's not gonna be enough to like actually make you yeah. like you know what I mean. But uh, so the other reason, besides those, if Reggie didn't say, that's just like, you know, that's Kinda just how, how it it. it's just kind Mighty
1: of. Series. huh? It's kind of how I got to the Mighty Series. I just thought, Trader, want go? Just get it, Mighty right? Works. But you went oh, to the works e- works. you
0: went into the e shop when you first when it first launched, going, I need to catch up on DSIware, and that's what motivated you. If I go to Best Buy and I'm browsing and go, whoa, that game's only ten bucks, okay, like I had no intentions. So that's how retail helps. But what Reggie was saying, he didn't say that, that's just my own thought. What Reggie actually said is kind of a secondary thing I didn't think about, and that's retail allows Nintendo to kinda of cultivate its fan base and engage them and make like community events and do things that you can't do in a digital space. Yeah, like he was sure. saying the Best Buy Nintendo experiences, 33, all those demos, they can't do that if they don't have retail partners. You can't street pass people when you go pick up a game at GameStop if there's no GameStop to pick up the game <laughs> at. Like uh yeah, like he was saying that there's really a whole like communal aspect of retail and they don't want to give that up, which is why even though we're talking about all this digital stuff, like literally two thirds of this podcast is digital. We start with Wii U shop tiles. We talked about free to play, like all that matters. But they're not abandoning retail because it both it's and a and two prong approach.
1: Banning retail, then it's just going to be Nintendo stores and some PC. Well, games. that's never going to happen. Retail <laughs> will never be dead.
0: I mean, you you can kind of see it, like you know, record store day is like a big thing for music. Once a year, everyone goes and buys a record. And then the other 364 <laughs> days a year, no one talks about music face to face, just through the internet. It's kind of true, though. Like, it used to, be, you know, you'd go to a music store and like you'd be browsing, and guys are like, "Oh, you like that band? You should check out this band." Like, yeah. that hasn't happened as easily. You have to be like, <laughs> "I want to go talk about music and go on a forum and do it," which is kind of like the same. You have to motivate yourself. Ideas going to a digital storefront versus just, I have ten minutes, I'll wander into Best Buy.
1: Because those uh, who don't download, yeah, music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty much pretty much it for like the main news from e3 i think the uh Reto. i think the other yeah big thing we have to talk mm-hmm. about before we get into our impressions of uh mar luigi and animal crossing is jason's sales corner may had some MPD numbers <laughs> it's funny because like lots of things we talked about today weren't exactly e3 news they just kind of happened to come out during e3 and one thing that was supposed to come out during e3 but then was the MPD sales numbers for may originally they, they usually come out on a thursday that would have been the thursday of e3 and good thing they did because they put quite a damper on the industry. Like everyone was riding high after E3, and then it kind of dropped like a rock right after because uh, MPD numbers were really, 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 really low.
1: What's MPD number? Uh,
0: I'm I'm not even sure, but they track all the industry sales, the so they're National the ones. National product. I'm not selling. sure honestly, but they do not just video games; they do music, they do movies. Uh, yeah. But basically, they're like uh, all the companies report their sales. Things. I don't think it is, but all their <laughs> all their uh sales are all the companies report their sales to them, they tally it all up and give you numbers. Oh, okay. So they put po- they post the monthly video game sales, which is how we know the Wii U's doing well or not doing right. well or whatever. So um they released the numbers for May right after E three and it wasn't so good, like I said. Uh it's the lowest amount of software oh. sales. The Wii U. The lowest no, total. The industry saw so it's lowest so the Wii
1: U or what you... no, I'm getting PSA, that. PSA All Gaming. Yeah. Oh, gaming, The oh, game oh, gaming, industry as a okay. whole
0: had the lowest software sales since May 2000. The lowest in 13 years. Oh, wow. Now, this is particularly troubling when you realize May 2000 was before the PS2 and before the Wii U, both of which expanded <laughs> the industry so big in their own ways, like, ballooned it up so huge, that we're now at pre-PS2 levels of sales this month. Clearly, it's just the... <laughs> clearly, it's just the public's ready for the next generation. And, unfortunately, yeah. Wii U doesn't count as that in their minds. But that's why it's so low. There's nothing to buy. But, um... Yeah, Nintendo had the closest thing to a success story this in May, presumably. Uh, or not, They presumably had the closest thing to a success story. But even then, it's not exactly a success story. 3DS was the top-selling hardware for yeah, the I month, actually so. breaking a streak of the Xbox 360, which was the top-selling hardware for years. And, uh... The 360 sold about 114,000 units in May, which is low, but not awful. I mean, it's not good, but it's not awful. And the 3DS, we don't know the numbers, because Nintendo didn't bother telling us. Like, they didn't release them. <laughs> How it works with MPD, uh, I guess for you, was and for anyone who doesn't know the logistics of this, MPD provides numbers to all the companies. Companies decide if they want to release the numbers publicly. It used to be the top 10 software titles would all have their numbers released, but now they don't even do that. We can that. just
1: assume it, I guess, if they don't release it.
0: Yeah. If they don't release it, it's not necessarily good. But So Xbox was at 114 for May, which isn't bad, considering not a major games, really. Uh, 3DS did slightly better than that. Don't know how much, but it's higher than Xbox 360 mm-hmm. for sure. And it's the only system compared to last May of 2012 that saw an increase year over year in hardware sales.
1: That's cool.
0: But by a sliver. Because <laughs> like, in, in May of 2012, Something. it sold about 113,000. And now it's sold well more than one hundred fourteen thousand. So it sold one thousand more,
1: <laughs> something. Yeah, I would assume Animal Crossing helped.
0: Well, that that was in June. So this this is for uh, May. This okay. is uh, I believe May fourth or fifth through June second.
1: Right. So
0: so it's it's actually kind of it makes it really hard to judge how well the three DS is doing at this point, like the hardware, because you know being top console is a big thing, and Nintendo mm. pressure is like, "Hey, we're number one, woo!" But when you look at the number, it's like a one percent increase over yeah. last year. I mean, they certainly not Xbox. Wrong, but yeah, it's just like it's harder to gauge if the three is really like suddenly selling you know suddenly the success story of the industry or not. It's not. But one interesting side note though, actually Xbox three sixty is the success story of the industry these days, and so much so that there's a good chance it's going to become the best selling console of the generation. It's c- yeah, Xbox three sixty. Um, we mm. currently is uh Ars did tech- all US, the US, right? Yeah, in the US, not in the world. Thank you. Uh, Ars Technica, the tech site, actually did a pretty good breakdown of all the numbers. And basically, Xbox 360 has been the best-selling home console, not like system, just home console, for three years. Well, which you. is crazy. That's like a long streak. So, uh, at the rate they're selling, they will overtake the Wii in the U.S. as the best-selling system. That
1: means the Wii sold a lot. And a yeah, the Wii, so the
0: Wii surpassed the Xbox. Keep in mind, Xbox came out a year before Wii, Xbox 360. And the Wii surpassed it by, uh, I think, June 2008. Oh, a year and a half after it came out, and that's what the Xbox obviously is still selling alongside yeah. it. So yeah, but and then the Wii kind of tapered off, and the Xbox picked up the slack and is now catching up. So on average, since uh, June two thousand, or sorry, on average in the last year alone, for every Wii that was sold, turned wait no, that's a bad way of wording it. Let me word differently uh more xbox 360s were sold than wii's on a monthly like every month at least that much wow which is a pretty big difference so even and even during the holiday season in just november and December last year xbox moved 1.75 million more units than the wii did granted the wii was out but but still that's a huge difference and considering that uh microsoft is planning to take the sony approach with xbox 360 and continue selling it into the next console generation like mm-hmm. ps2 was around for almost all the PS3 life, they want to do that with 360 and one, Xbox One. So because of that, there's no doubt that the sale, even if sales drop off, they keep at the rate they're going for the time being. Wii is not going to be the winner of the console generation, which is just you know it's just a title to claim. But yeah, so still, still cool, cool that well, Nintendo had it. As a Nintendo fan, it was cool title to have. Wait,
1: when you say that, I mean in the US or you're just US? On? US,
0: yeah. Sorry, in the US it will not be number one. In the world, it still will be because Xbox doesn't sell at all in Japan. Right. And in Europe, I'm pretty sure the gap is bigger. But in the US. You know, it's still a yeah. bit of a bummer that we can't claim that, but it's you know it's minuscule, but worth worth noting. But switching from hardware to software, three uh, DS had a good hardware month, like I said, at least relative to the others, and it also had a good software month. Sales of three DS games were actually up sixty percent. That's six zero compared to a year ago, which is nice. But it makes sense considering you have the likes of you know Donkey Kong and uh, Luigi and whatnot. In fact, Nintendo Don- contributes to success primarily to Donkey Kong Country Returns three D and Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Don Kong uh, was the third best-selling game of the month, mm-hmm. only behind uh, Injustice at number one and Call of Duty Black Ops 2 at number two. Luigi's Mansion was number five on the chart, which isn't bad. Uh, MP, one of MPD's analysts, they always got like a quote with the numbers. Uh, this guy named Liam Callahan also noted that if the chart was by individual skew, as in like if Black Ops on Xbox and Black Ops on PS3 were rated as individual products, and so the charting was like, the PS3 version sold better than the Xbox or whatever. Then there'd be three 3DS games on the list, not two, uh, for the top 10 of the month. Now, I don't know what the third game is, if I had to guess, it's probably Lego City, Chase the Begins, because that actually <laughs> made the chart last month. Oh. So it probably would have just kept, kept charting. Which is surprising, right? Like, well, you know, I mean, I
1: hear that's a good game.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's I because the Wii U one didn't make any like significant waves, but the 3DS one like, kind what's of blew the, up. supposed to be a little. What? Yeah, what? The, the, I think they want to use the 3DS one to like feed into the Wii one, in terms of like, oh, I like the 3DS prequel, I'm going to go buy the Wii one. The Wii U one, which might still work. It might be a slow burn type of deal, but yeah. But even then, so we had, three, we had two games in the top ten, but even then that's not as impressive as it sounds because the software sales <laughs> were so ridiculously low. Uh, numbers weren't actually given out, but leaked estimates put Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D at a little under 100,000 for the month. Normally, a game with those sales would be at the bottom of the top 10 on slow months, or not even in the top 10 on months that have a bit more like big releases and whatnot. And it was number three. So that should give you an idea of like how weak the market is right now. Also note, since you brought it up earlier, Resident Evil didn't chart. Resident Evil Revelations uh, was a multi-platform release. It was on PS3, 360, and Wii U, and it didn't even crack the top 10. So that's not good. It's a, bit, just, it's a bit unfortunate, because Resident Evil Revelations... Might be a
1: little bit discouraging for them to port stuff
0: yeah i think it's a mix yeah they're not gonna do that again probably and also it just kind of sucks because it's a good game and the 3ds version sold decently but not like that great so this was a chance for a lot of people, people to experience just say,
1: it reading random comments like in yeah. every review site like i think i saw maybe 10 or something reviews yeah a lot of people seem to prefer playing it on the 3ds or just didn't even want to bother going to the thing or if anything this game made people go oh, you know i'm just gonna go and buy it on the 3ds right right
0: so it might have just been a flawed. <laughs> tra- it might just been a flawed strategy. Everything was not
1: advertising for the 3DS. Reason. <laughs> well,
0: that's good for the 3DS, but it might have just been a flawed strategy on Capcom's part to even make it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in the Wii U version, once again, don't have numbers, but it sold the weakest of the bunch by a mar- by a significant margin, which unfortunate because it was the coolest of the bunch with me versus integration.
1: I know it was almost like the 3DS version. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. But then of course, since we're talking about Wii U, there is the in the Room, which is the Wii U and its abysmal sales, and yes, they're continuing. <laughs> in May, it dropped again. Oh, wow. But they didn't, as always, Nintendo doesn't actually put out a number, because they're ashamed. So we got a ballpark figure that was leaked. Like, the people that leak these don't want to leak the actual numbers, because, you know, they people pay for these numbers, so they give, like, estimates. They kind of just push out estimates through Twitter, through guys like, established people, not just random... Random, yeah. whatever. So the number that no, was like, put so, out for me. we May, us on this and we'll just give you random. Yeah, no, yeah, no. These are like people that are legit. So for May, we know that it's scored and it's sold in the low 30,000s, which is pretty bad. Like, I mean, Xbox sold fourteen thousand, and it's an eight year old console. Yeah. And the Wii sold 30 something. It's somewhere between 30 and 34,000. So, uh. It's selling. Yeah, it's kind of like every time it, you think it's hit rock bottom, it goes a little lower. But the good news is, like you said, it's selling. It's not actually. It didn't drop nearly as much as it did from March to April or February to March. It kind of had a baseline now. It seems like low thirty thousands is the baseline. Like it's not gonna go below that ever. Hopefully. So there's that.
1: But um, but <laughs> so I guess if I it's guess August will surprise you. Not Pikmin is supposed to be there. Right? Yeah, that's not gonna. That's gonna give it a low
0: boost. But Pikmin is not a mainstream. Like Pikmin too... Is You boosting? Yeah, it's gonna be Mario World, Mario Kart, yeah, Mario Kart's also like Zelda. April of next year, or something. yeah, it's gonna be Mario World and Zelda this fall. that we're gonna boost it. We're gonna see. I think we'll see an uptick when Pikmin rolls around, but it's not gonna be as huge as like. Can so I get that word
1: of mouth? You have to spread the word of Pikmin. Well, we
0: will. But even yeah. uh... I mean, we have a whole podcast to do it. But even um, to the streets, to the street. Yeah, we'll just go out on the streets. Pick a thing in front of Best Buy's. <laughs>
2: not like a stand but hanging oh,
0: out Pikmin plushies but no um, what was I gonna say yeah I think Pikmin 3 I mean the sequel on Gamecube sold decently but not amazingly like it sold a couple million which is good but, you know, compared to Mario Kart or Mario or Wii Fit even, that's nothing.
1: Doesn't sound like Pikmin is always... It's, I mean, it's not like Pikmin niche. is on the same scale. It's not. It's like it's. It's like, like, it's, it's like a B tier yeah, in terms of sales. Well, yeah, like said, it's their niche-feeling franchise. Yeah. So the
0: cost of that, we're going to probably see a low uptick in, in August. But unless they coincide with a price drop or something, maybe then we'll get a bigger one. But if they just push out Pikmin, it's not going to light up the charts for the hardware. But... um, And I guess neither did... I mean, May had... I mean, they had some Wii U games. We got Fast and Furious, Sniper Elite 2, <laughs> Resident Evil Revelations, a really late port of Lego Batman 2. And those didn't help at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh... would be sad if they did. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> would. But more seriously than that, um...
1: It what? is still I don't know.
0: Ken might have been hoping
1: for all of these. Yeah, yeah. our by oh, Ken. Oh, yeah, Ken. Yeah, Ken. But no...
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, regardless... Uh, not on Lego Batman 2 for the Wii U. No, no, Ken, <laughs>
0: Ken's into Sniper Elite 2 and uh, Fast and Furious, but he's not big on Lego Batman. He likes his Batman to be full human.
1: <laughs> but, um, but no, more he off for Armored Edition. Yeah, he's He Edition.
0: But no, uh, more seriously, the numbers aren't looking good for you. I mean, every month the gap between like how the Wii U's doing at this stage of its life and how the GameCube did at its early stages of its life is like widening. Like in the first, uh, you know, last month the GameCube sold for April. The Wii U's first April was roughly eleven thousand units under what the GameCube sold in its first April. Now in May we're looking at a gap of 20,000. So it's still, like, the, the Wii, the GameCube started to go up a little in sales, but the Wii is still going down. So it, it <laughs> could cause some problems. But, you know, we, it's really, I think we kind of touched on it Pixel 3. It's kind of a waiting game for game, or it's a waiting game, pun, for games at this point. <laughs> like, software will increase sales once the software arrives. And as we talked about in our E3 episodes, Nintendo's willing to admit that. They need the software, so there are a lot of fireworks going off. They need the uh, software to sell the hardware. And they just need to wait for the software. So, yeah, Pikmin 3 is probably going to be the first little uptick. And then we're going to see a bigger one when Zelda and Mario 3D World comes out. And then, of course, Smash Bros. and Mario Kart next year. And they mm. also have, like, you know, they have, like, Wii Party, uh, Wonderful 101. Those are all kind of coming oh, out this fall, one, too. One, but those are... Yeah, cool. yeah, It does, but it's another niche title. I mm. feel like those two are going to be, like, someone's going to go buy a Wii and go, should I just buy it for Zelda? Or should I just buy it for Mario? Oh, they have this party game? Okay, I'll get these. <laughs> like, that might be the thing that pushes them over, but won't be the thing that sells them on it. It's just like oh, there is some variety type of thing, but and and maybe We Fit you if it makes the December release, maybe that can boost sales. Although I wonder if the Fit Tracker pedometer is gonna be enough. When We Fit came out, there wasn't really a lot of fitness tech. Now we have Fitbits, Nike Fuel Band, Fuel Bands, all sorts of pedometer apps on
1: phones. Like Did will someone go, go? I'm gonna
0: go buy a We Fit thing with a pedometer because I don't want to use these 20 other options I already <laughs> have. <laughs>
1: have they already said that the that the, the Fit pattern? What are they on The is balance it, board. Oh, the balance board. Is this exactly one? or Will there be a balance board? They haven't said. 0 or, they
0: haven't yeah. said. There has to be. I no. There won't it's be. Simple, there won't be for one simple reason. White, right they won't be. There won't be for one simple reason. And if there is, it will be backwards compatible compatible with the original board. And that's there's 14 million balance boards out there, I believe. Well, it's 50.
1: backwards compatible, but there's still the option for. Yeah, they
0: might do that, but there's 14 million balance boards out there, and there's no way they're going to tell those consumers to go yeah, buy yeah, another yeah. balance board. Like yeah. they want those people to buy a Wii. That's it's it the
1: Nintendo franchise, apparently. So yeah, it is of last generation. Yeah, it was the best. No,
0: sec- second best. I think the best yeah. was Mario. So
1: Wii for shouldn't have even been a surprise. I mean, there's some games real... that require only the motion plus. Yeah, that's true.
0: But but the thing with that was I mean, it's like a
1: Nintendo Land.
0: But the thing with that is you didn't. They didn't tell you go buy a new system first. I mean, they did, but you were buying the system. Nintendo Land was. I it, it, <laughs> try. You know what I'm trying to say here? Nintendo Land. It's like okay, I'm gonna buy a Wii U. And I'm gonna get Nintendo Land. It's not going to be, hey, did you know we have a new Wii Fit? <laughs> All you need to play is a $350 system and a $100 new balance board. Like, it's a little different in terms of...
1: Yeah, but Nintendo didn't tell, like, oh, you have Wiimotes, or some of these you can use with Wiimotes, but some of these need Yeah, but Wiimotes that's still... My point is, they
0: Wii Fit U, for them, in my mind, is a chance to for get those person. 14 million people oh, yeah. that have balance boards to upgrade to a Wii. Mm. No, no, yeah. If you then tell them to spend $100 more on balance board, they will not do it.
1: I mean, I kind of want
0: one. Yeah, but... Yeah. So if that comes out in December, and if they do something that's unique and not just, like well, my Fitbit does that, then, yeah, even the We, Fit... You know, We Fit will also boost sales. So, really, they just need to have their games actually come out, and then sales will go up, which makes yeah. sense. And I'm not the only one that really thinks that, which is... There odd, you know, Which is Brawl
1: would be a pretty good booster. Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, Smash Bros. is going to be huge in 2014. But well, they need yeah, to do something, yeah, they need to do something before know. 2014, <laughs> which is why they have what they have. But So, yeah, it's a weighing game till August, I think. But uh, I'm not the only one that has this kind of, like, idea either. Obviously Nintendo thinks it, but uh, mm-hmm. speaking of Games Industry International, the head of Warner Brothers Games, which actually I think it's technical name is Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment or something, but anyway, the head of them, the president of the company, uh, Martin Tremblay, he's actually a pretty strong believer in the Wii U, and he was quoted as saying that I think they show tons of new content at E3 that will re-energize the platform. So, like, lots of third parties have kind of given up, but there's still some that think all oh, it takes is the games, and once <laughs> the games happen, the sales to go up. We have him, GameStop's making similar comments I mean, in the, the press.
1: value, it's like, even though we already knew everything that's coming out, there's still good like, yeah. games out there. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: like, GameStop had the same thing. And of course, you know, Nintendo themselves are saying that in some as well. Uh, actually, speaking with IGN, Reggie pointed out that the thing, it's interesting, the Wii, it's big, like, uh, as he put it, the inflection point of our Wii business, that's how he worded it, but basically the point where it's like suddenly making gangbusters of money for them was right in the, right after the triple threat of Smash Bros. Brawl, Mario Kart Wii, and Wii Fit, Mm -hmm. which if you recall was February, April, May of 2008, (laughs) I think. Yeah, 2008. So they, like, they're now trying to mimic that. Like, he's like, well, it worked for the Wii, it's gonna work for here, because we're gonna have Smash Bros. Kart and Brawl all within, or Smash Bros. Kart and and Wii Fit all within half a year of each other. So... He's confident that the sales will turn around for that reason. And He was also saying separately. To, and
1: if it doesn't, then what is it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> if it doesn't,
0: the naysayers and the doomsayers and whatnot will be right. It will be. That will be it. They can't turn around. If Smash Bros. Mario Kart and Mario doesn't turn and Zelda doesn't turn around, they're screwed. But he was actually saying separately to Kotaku, uh, Reggie was that uh, the Wii U. Yeah, it looks bad, but it's actually not as bad as it seems. Which is his whole PR spin, but he raises a good
1: point. <laughs> the
0: Wii U is in the current you know everyone's like oh when PS4 and Xbox One come out that's it Wii U's done no one's gonna care but that's actually the exact same scenario that happened with the Wii when PS3 and 360 are you know mm-hmm. on the market who cares about the Wii but then the Wii went on to become the, what's currently the
1: best selling console it's true I mean, when those to come out people be like, hey look the Wii U does things differently
0: yeah and not only that but he pointed out that yes the Wii U's selling low but it's only about a million to a million and a half behind what the Wii was at and while yes that's a lot right now when you're like this thing's not selling, look, it's a million behind. When you're looking at consoles, console, got to sell 40, 50 million in its life. One million is pretty small. So, it's total PR spin, and I realize that, but it's actually a pretty interesting point, because it's also like what happened with the 3DS. When it came out, we were saying things like, oh man, it's not selling, is it gonna, like, is this going to be Nintendo's flop, like the press was saying mm-hmm. that. Here we are, what, two years later, and the press is literally saying things like, the best lineup of any gaming system this year is the Three 3DS. 3DS. The 3DS has really turned around. 3DS is great now. Like, it's very similar scenario. So, Reggie's point about, yeah, it's a million behind, but that's nothing is kind of a good point because the 3DS was a way million? behind. A million? Yeah, the Talk 3DS was just... way behind the DS oh. original, or at some points, I think. Like, in in the lull, before they did the price drop. That's the downside. 3DS had the price drop. So, it's not quite the a perfect comparison. Program. And we're not probably going to see a price drop for the Wii U. I or mean, an ambassador program. Or an ambassador program. I mean, Saturai, well, that came from the price drop, so yeah. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, Saturai Wall uh you know, intense, real president, not their local president, was saying uh, to CNBC in an interview that there's not a very easy option to take when it comes to price pr- price drop because they're already pricing it, as he put it very aggressively. Yeah. In other words, all the components are already adding up and they still need a turn of profit. So, I don't know. It'll be only time we'll really tell if any of this pans out. Like, you know, if the software boost will help or whatnot. But that's where things stand now. So I that's remember. the May sales numbers.
1: <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but they were like, oh yeah, we use price fairly, like before what yeah. you get.
0: Yeah, it is. You get yeah. a tablet.
1: Yeah.
0: And a console. Yeah. It is pretty price price priced pretty fairly. But whatever happens, let's I'm curious if Nintendo will reach that hundred billion yen goal. Because uh, Iwata was you know, there's this whole thing that Iwata may step down if they don't. And uh, what ended up happening is it turns out that's not entirely true. So, um, as I don't know I don't know if you guys remember the initial claim, but Iwata said that he felt responsible for Nintendo losing two year you know, losing profit being having fiscal losses for two years in a row and he said he's responsible and he's going to try and turn it around and then he said what do you do? well that's he's saying they're doing it now like the uh, onslaught of games because we've been a ton of games this year like every major franchise it's nuts but um so he was saying and you know like if you just look at the Wii U like if they can sell all those games very well they can easily reach their goal yeah. but he said at the time I asked that you under- he said sorry he said at the time that he's going that he's committing to turning the town around and, me- and reaching 100 billion yen and then he said this quote I ask that you understand the use of my word commitment <laughs> and everyone in the press and a lot of enthusiasts like i think we even touched on this yeah
1: i thought that's what he said
0: yeah we all basically interpreted it as oh if he doesn't reach the goal he's done he's basically saying he, he by saying he's committing to it he means he's putting his job on the line that makes <laughs> some of sense but that's not what he meant <laughs> he just meant he's putting his heart into it <laughs> what, he, what he said uh nintendo just the other day had their general shareholder meeting where all their shareholders together.
1: He yeah, to if that's what you guys really think, then yeah, I'll do that. No, no, he no, did the opposite. What he said
0: was, quote, I don't recall saying I'd resign. <laughs> so so clearly there's some sort of misunderstanding. He still wants to reach the goal. Uh, he told the Japan Times, which is a newspaper and website, mm-hmm. he told them the goal is still, that's the goal they have set. But uh, yeah, he's not resigning if they don't, which makes a certain amount of sense. I was really surprised that he said that he was supposedly going to resign if he didn't because suck. he's such a public face of the company. Yeah. Like, it's one day if, like, some CEO you all know resigns. But he does IWAS, well, he does Nintendo Direct, he does every announcement. He's, like, like, if he stepped down, there's no way, unless he stayed on as, like, a figurehead, like a public figurehead, like a marketing you know, outpiece. Reggie? Yeah, if he, well, Reggie's... I know,
1: he's, he's been a face not as long as me and Moto, but he already feels, like, yeah. more... Yeah, like if Nintendo. he stepped
0: down, people would, like, not panic, but there'd be so many Nintendo's doomed articles, what's Nintendo's doing, what's wrong with, you know, what's wrong with Nintendo, what happened, so he can't really step down. I mean, they could transition into a public... Like, pers- like just as a public persona, but even then, yeah, it would have been super messy, even more messy than Nintendo having bad financials. If he, if he like was just like, well, I didn't reach my goal, bye. <laughs> so it's probably for the best that he didn't. And with that, I think we I'll finally have wrapped up the news. That was a very long amount of news. Thank you for sticking with us. If you did, we still have some impressions to share. Of two, We've- we're going green this episode, haha. <laughs> <laughs> and we're crossing New Leaf and New Super Luigi U. We'll start with New Leaf. That's the one I think all three of us have played the most, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so I've been talking a lot. Do you, do, you, do you want? Do you want to take the lead, or should I just hammer out my impressions first, and then you guys can cover all the things I missed? I'll, since I'll, in the I'll, game?
1: I'll botch something together, and then you guys can like. Fix. Okay. I'll work off what you right. say. I guess. Yeah,
0: I'll work off what you say. All right. So, and so, you? Okay. I'll work off. No, I
1: thought you were going first. Oh but...
0: wait, who's going first? You're going first. Yeah, I can okay. talk. Okay. okay.
1: It's all important
0: right. that we sort things out before the show, And not on the show <laughs> in the future.
1: Shows are human. Yeah. Go. So, for it. Um, it's funny. Animal Crossing is one of those games that is really hard to explain to someone else. Like when they don't really like get it or even know what it's about. Yeah, and you that's try, true. Like, and and even you could even explain to them like what what you do in the game, but it's hard to portray how it's fun, or how or yeah, doing
0: doing random chores and running errands <laughs> for people does yeah. not sound fun. But, but um, I
1: don't know, but, <laughs> but I guess like what I really like about Animal Crossing as in general is just that um. It gives you enough freedom. It's a simulator game. It's just, like you live a fake life. You live in a village. You meet people. You meet villagers. You build your house and all this stuff. But they don't give you as much freedom as you would have in a Sims game, like Sims 3 or any of those games. Like those give you like super detailed customization, like insane levels. Mm-hmm. This one, everything is kind of preset. You're just kind of making decisions, and that's what I, that's what really got me into this because I don't really like having full control of everything. I want objectives, and this game gives you a lot of objectives. Them. Although yeah. just to
0: hop in for a second, it's, a, it's it's preset to a degree. You have a lot of freedom in how oh, yeah, you yeah, choose yeah. to do things, what you choose to do. All that does is say it's not saying you're creating a world. It's saying you're moving into a world. Once you move in, you're free to live your life how you want, but you're not building the world from the ground up. It's there, unlike the Sims. Yep. that's I think how you could really, dif- you know, the biggest difference between the two.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you have and you control the character directly. I mean, like you have like you have your town. I mean, you could leave it as is, or you could chop down the trees and yeah. reorganize the trees, or plant flowers however you want, or Um, decorate the inside of your house. You don't have to do any of that, but you could. You could design your own clothes. You could not design your own clothes.
0: And that's actually something that I think um, they really did a good job of improving on in New Leaf. For people who have played the previous Animal Crossings, I think New Leaf improves on a lot. Like, it really is kind of like the pinnacle of all the other ones combined, sort of. Like, in my opinion, Save Folk was the weakest of the group. Really? Really? I think think Wild World's the best City Folk was too much of a Wild World rehash it doesn't matter uh, your buildings uh, are now across a a bridge or whatever or up a staircase it's still the same game Um, (laughs) but I think the way they did New Leaf they really combined the best elements of all of them with one notable exception because I feel like City City Folk (laughs) wasn't a
1: bad game it's just that it didn't really change it didn't do anything different so I feel like if that's like your first Animal Crossing that'd be the one you'd be super addicted to
0: but but I've played all of them uh, I got the GameCube one on launch day like, when I read it, I'm like, this sounds cool, and I bought it on launch day. Like, I pre-ordered it and everything I've been <laughs> playing, every version cool. since, so... That was way back in 2002. <laughs> wow,
1: man, well, we didn't but, get into it the DS one. Yeah, but no, the handheld ones
0: are definitely better, because you could play them anywhere if you have 10 definitely, minutes to go. It's
1: def- definitely more of a, a hand-held portable hand-held. game. Yeah, more, totally. and definitely more of a downloadable gameplay. Yeah, I have yeah.
0: the cartridge, which doesn't bother me too much, because I, you know, I know what games I want to bring with me before I go somewhere, so it's not a problem. But, uh, yeah, download, play. If you're someone that likes switching games a lot, download, play, or download option is the better choice but with that said going back to the improvements for it. unless was there anything you want to add about the core game or try jump on improvements um
1: or? dialogue is hilarious the way yeah. they translated everything or like just like catching a fish like just like the little one-liners the puns all the puns yeah like all the puns yeah. that, like oh you caught a koi fish don't play koi with me yeah or yeah no it's I, I, I got a moray eel no way no deal or, I don't know. yeah well that's
0: just a rhyme but yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah no, but, but yeah no, no, so nintendo funnier. does like nintendo has excellent of characters, like yeah Oh, like, excellent uh, translation. Yeah, like, how
1: we were saying earlier, um... Wait, who is saying that, though? What? <laughs> when you catch a fish and it has a little description. It's just... I like like, to, I, I, it's like the game time. I, I, I like, yeah, to, I like, like a... to think it's, like, you in your head. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably
0: supposed to do that. No, we I never thought about
1: it me. that way. Oh, but, um... Kind of like how we were saying earlier, like, when that one game that you were talking about, the hardcore Animal Crossing... Oh, uh,
0: Hometown Story. Yeah, because yeah, that one, like,
1: that, the game is I was supposed to make you care about the characters, but this one, and you kind of have to care about the villagers, you have to choose to care. Yeah. And I remember in I I don't know. I guess I got along more with like this hippo called Rocco, and I had Rocco along. I guess, and, and I always <laughs> made him like my friend. Like I would always like make sure to talk to him in particular every day. There right. were some other videos that I just told like, oh, I don't like you for whatever reason. I'm just gonna ignore you or be mean to you. And yeah, but this one he around your house and destroy your flowers and stuff. But Rocco I was always especially nice to, and eventually he gave me a portrait of, of him. Yeah, and then luckily on this one I started with Rocco again and some other hippo who.
0: Whose name is Hippo? Yeah, it's a- spelled E U X instead of O. Yeah, and
1: he was also really friendly. And, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's really funny too. They, they, they each have like different personalities. I like so how like, of...
0: he's so friendly. Yes, because they wrote him to be friendly. No, They're awful. No, 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 no. yeah, but, but and it's like he's just such a good guy, you know? Like, <laughs> me and him, met, we, him we got friendly. Pinkberry the other day and he was just like, it was delicious and he paid for mine. you' was so nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, But anyway. if they made him friendly, doesn't mean he's not friendly. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're when just, just, says they're when, so friendly, when I, mean fr- when I, when I When I first met Rocco, like, he always, um like, a lot of characters, a lot of the in-game characters, they each have their own little catchphrases or the way they call you something at the right. end. And Rocco always called me a hippie. And I always, in the beginning... I, I, everyone I hippie. I, well, I don't know. So he always talked, he <laughs> yeah, called... Yeah, that's not personal. I mean, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, well, he calls people a hippie and at first I just took that as like almost like not a compliment, just like like oh, what are you doing, hippie? I don't know, like. But yeah. anyway, but um, the other hippo, I guess like he sold me a fake painting. That no, was a bummer. It's like seven thousand bills. <laughs> cool. Well, not <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say though? But I guess speaking more broadly. He didn't. What if he didn't know it was fake? He doesn't. He got it from Red, and Red pretends it's real. Red is a traveling salesman who says oh, sometimes told- real, sometimes <laughs> fake. He just told me, I got this famous If You take it off my hands for, like, this much money. i got like, oh, for you, Hippo, or anything, and then... Oh, yeah, that sucks.
0: But, but, yeah, no, one of the... I was going to say, one I of have the, to pay to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Really? Wait, yeah, because no one will buy it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say is, um, one of the key things about Animal Crossing and all of them has been it's based on the real-life calendar and real-life clock, so events happen in real time and whatnot, and they really, like, adapted that to the fact that people live different lifestyles with New Leaf, because yeah. the, the new thing in New Leaf is you're the mayor and as the mayor you have all sorts of new abilities you get to design your town the other games focus on customizing yourself and your house now you're customizing your town you're picking you can even pick which villagers you want to kick out of town which is a little extreme but mm-hmm. I always like when I see the option I'm like oh I feel so bad doing that but, <laughs> but no, like uh so mayor,
1: cause yeah. you could you could file a complaint in DS, like. could you? I feel like you could have. Because oh, it felt maybe, familiar.
0: Maybe then. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But in terms of the other stuff, you could pick. You could put benches down. You can literally the whole thing is like a canvas that you can paint. Oh, no, you, you could want. destroy
1: your bridge and put different places. Yeah, in. you can put you bridges. Could, you, could you can build a picnic area. A picnic area. You can build a
0: park. You can do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So it's a huge amount more custom- build, customizing. Yeah. Than yeah, before
1: it mainly centered around your house more than anything, but now yeah. it's like now it's the whole world of yeah. the whole village. I mean, though, like people like. I don't know if it was intentional with the game, but using um, tiles, people still managed to customize like, the outside of their roads. Right, you could plant.
0: Uh, you could basically plant a pattern that you custom create anywhere, like plop it down anywhere in the outdoor yeah. parts. Yeah.
1: That's and true. now,
0: and now they've kind of adapted that as being like a part, core part. Like if you all would make a walkway, that's how you do it, and they can line it with street lamps. But mm-hmm. the, the thing I was getting at um, with the real-time clock is, or with the mayor thing is, no, so one of the other customization things, which I think is a huge improvement is you can now be you can now set the hours of the city. It used to be if you wanted to do certain things it happy in the morning. If you want to do certain things uh, happy in the afternoon, if you wanna catch certain fish or whatever, if you wanna have stores open at certain times, and obviously not everyone works on the same schedule or sleeps on the same schedule. So at least in terms of things you can control, buildings, people, You can now shift the hours into the early morning, into the late night, whichever works best for you. Yeah, which is a huge difference when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But so, just like little things like that, like they basically, to me, New Leaf, they just took the core Animal Crossing concept of the last three games, plucked the things that work best, with one notable exception, which I'll get to, and then plopped it down in New Leaf and gave it all this nice enhanced graphics and this cool little shine effect. Did you guys notice when you're walking around, everything like glistens? The grass. Is the kind flower of low. does. And yeah. the flowers. If you water them. Yeah, when you water them, they have like a little glit, like a glisten. Mm-hmm. But like as you walk, like the grass has like this weird no, you, you lighting to, on uh, it, almost where it's like kind of like shiny. No, like when you're down sorry. on the beach, it's like it's not really shiny. It just has like this no,
1: no, like, yeah, like the walls on the. Oh yeah, yeah I they think have that, like a yeah. little like, it's like whoa, glisten it's like to it. Like the though. graphics on the I yeah, they don't have why the beach walls, like or the rock walls, like, yeah, like really impressive. Yeah, and like
0: you know the 3D effect works super well because
1: of the rolling. I the characters like fuzzy. Yeah, characters
0: have fur, especially at the beginning when you run into what's his name, the cat
1: oh right oh yeah he, he looked, looked pretty cool he fuzzy yeah. he had like facial hair
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so it's you know they just kind of improved on everything and then like even like ideas like multiplayer which in the original is like I could go visit your well in the original Animal Crossing New Leaf really brought or not New Leaf Wild World really brought to the internet Man, but in the original like it just, it's like, yeah wow, it's, it's I, awful I, I thought I
1: remembered it yeah, yeah. It exact same like Luigi's Mansion yeah Aww. in my yeah. mind it was a like, super I'm cool gonna stop, I'm gonna stop looking up all games. yeah you <laughs> really should but no with uh
0: with the original Outcrossing, Crossing, you could visit each other's town if you put your memory card in your friend's system next to theirs, I believe. what? No, you couldn't. You can not trade items, sorry. You can swap your memory card, your team memory card, with a friend oh, and trade okay. items and send letters. Wild World let you go to towns, let you, like, interact online, and they just kind of kept growing that. So, in City Folk, yeah, you can interact online, but there's, like... And you had voice chat, which is the one thing they left out of this one, which is horrible. I don't know why they left it out. You can, uh... In say you had voice chats, so you can organize your own activities. In this one, they took out voice chat but added activities. So, like <laughs> building on the idea of it being a multiplayer world that you're doing things in New Leaf. If you go to the island once you unlock it, as we've done many a time together, you can do a whole assortment of little challenges. And they unlock- change every day. Yeah, they change every day. It's very- Yeah, <laughs> and they uh, they basically let you you know chew you know different things like go a fishing competition or bug catching or furniture scavenger hunts and. You do them and you get medallions that get you exclusive items on the island and it's a very you know it's the next logical leap in how they treat multiplayer which i think really is just a good summary of how the game is as a whole they just made the next logical leap like you know they added game they added more game play more game elements to the multiplayer so what do they do they add more game elements to single player things have to be unlocked now it used to be you know first saturday in town there's kk slider uh all your shops are there the right away yes you can up- do. what
1: Nothing who's there playing like over uh, over an hour and a oh, half. Oh yeah, ago. at the time of this recording, at least. See,
0: for anyone that's listening not on a Saturday night, he's not playing right now.
1: Right now he's DJ
0: KK. Yeah, he's DJ KK in the
1: house. When does he play? In club normally? Oh,
0: well. I don't even know at night.
1: I <laughs> know <When> he plays <laughs> like, like his guitar. Yeah, I'm not on sure. On Saturday he plays his guitar. Every other night he's a DJ and he remixes his own songs and like NES songs. So
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but but back to what I was saying though. Um, but, only no. can, <laughs> but only the guitar <laughs> ones you can. But the guitar you can keep for yourself. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, what, what I was gonna say though is um. Like, the main thing they did with this one is they made it more of a game, in a way. Like, they enhanced everything so it's more you have more freedom, but they also gave, with that freedom, more goals to reach, Does that make sense. So you have, like, the ability to
1: do what you want, and but you do to it... create your own goals. Yeah. Reach, like, the exactly like building. Yeah. yeah,
0: like, the city ordinances, where you can... Not only can you set the time, but you can build a bridge. You can do this, you can do that. And you have to, like, go and crowdsource the bridge and talk to all the villagers and that sort of thing. It's Kickstarter for the Animal Crossing world. But um, what I was going to have to, in terms of, like, game elements is... Things are unlockable now. You could always upgrade your store. You could always like talk to Mabel in the in the clothing store, and she'll warm up to you and eventually start doing you <coughs> things like all that. But now it's like you. The only way you can get KK sliders if you do XX, X, you know, X Y and Z in order to unlock Club LOL. The only way you uh, can go to the coffee shop with Brewster, who is a st- standard character in the past ones that was just there from the start, is if you donate. I think it's if you donate a certain amount to the museum, right? And the no or something like that. Like everything has goals now, so you can play however you want. But Nintendo's in oh. a way reining it in for true gamers. So if they want to accomplish things,
1: here's how you do it. Not even achievements. Yeah, there's
0: there's achievements like if for street passing or for doing x warring x number of this or planting x number of that. Like, oh yeah, yeah the badges. Yeah, it's still super open ended, super open ended, like super super. You do whatever you want. But I really appreciate the fact that they put some like goals and game elements in there to kind of give it a little more structure. Should you choose to use it. That's, I think that's why, honestly, I think that's why it's my favorite game of the bunch. Plus, they just cleaned up a lot of things. I mean, you know, uh, being able to quickly access your items with D-pad, like, quickly equip items with the D-pad, or, like, uh, having retail where it's, like, your own flea market that you can sell stuff. So if you want to get rid of something and you don't like the prices, you can literally, like, lure <laughs> your villager up to your item. Like, oh, yeah, you if, if push someone, them in yeah, there, yeah. If someone's in the store, you just push them like just oh, right. push your avatar into them and they'll see the item and go oh I'll buy that for the ridiculously whatever um, price, price you put I have
1: this on the table I didn't want and then I, I mean, they always give you a recommended price, like, if you don't know what to price them. Yeah. Like this one, they that's get, usually the price she buys above. Yeah, that's yeah. the price she buys it from. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense.
0: And then, Yeah, I always put 200 bells above that, or I try and find the original price, and then... Oh, uh,
1: Like, <laughs> I just take this table, like, um, she recommended a like, 560 for it, but I just put it up at a thousand, and I just push someone to yeah, it. Yeah, you push then, someone to it, and they'll buy it. Yeah, and then when they buy it, they're like, oh, man, I think I got a really good price for it. Like, well, it's no, still, I'm yeah, because <laughs>
0: the price she quotes you is is the re- is the price she buys it from I mean, yeah. which is already a third of the price it originally sells for so even when you bump it up it's still cheaper actually I discovered a neat little thing if you go to Nook's store the like the normal store and buy an item and then go to retail and sell the item for a higher price the villagers will buy it I did well, that once
1: well, so you can so you keep
0: yeah, your grind, bell, grind, <laughs> bell grinding but um, oh, also they add the ability to swim right. which oh, is yeah. kind of a nice touch Like it's just, well, I
1: mean they made, they're not going to need your body too so now you can customize pants you have panty- pants you have shirts
0: you have long sleeve short sleeve hats glasses it's Really, they, they literally just took the Animal Crossing template and just, like, blew it out. Like, they just, everything just, like, got super bigger in terms of what you could do. Yep. So, I think, I think in a nutshell, like, that's what makes the game so great. Is it, like, cherry-picked what worked, expanded on what worked, and then put in more of a structure than in yeah. the past. So, if you choose to, you have objectives.
1: The best friend system is also really appreciated. Yeah, that
0: it's not as good as voice chat, but it's a nice alternative where any friend on your 3DS... It's really uh, nice.
1: I mean, just like being able to talk to people when you're not even connected with them, just yeah. says I'm online. And they just send Yeah, yeah. How,
0: how exactly. How it works is like, if you're a friend with someone on 3DS and you uh, visit their town or whatever, you're then given the option to make them a best friend and it's literally like instant messenger built into Animal Crossing. Their online is right. their offline status, yeah. it tells you when they come online, like with a pop-up, not just an icon, just like old AIM. Like yeah. it's uh it's it's really neat. It
1: actually, works in another way too. Um, I had a friend of mine visit my town, and then Elvis jumped into my town, and then he added that friend into his best friend's into his best friend list, mm-hmm. and it retroactively added them into their friend their friend list on 3ds. Right, right. So they didn't even need to exchange friend codes. So.
0: Yeah, that's pretty handy actually. But yeah, I think I don't know. Is there anything you want to add, Elvis? Like anything we're missing here?
1: Uh, well, before anything, you know how the uh, like my villagers Can move into your thing. Yeah. But, like, does it work? Like, they move out of my town, yep. and they just That's move how it's
0: always worked. Even on the GameCube one, this is crazy. So you, you go, you put your town on, that's how you visited towns in GameCube one. You saved it to the memory card and gave it to a friend, and then they could visit your, like, then empty town. Mm-hmm. So that's how, you could only do it one at a time, but you could visit. And if you did that, it would, when you pull the memory card out and take it back to your system, it would make no, it would, like, exchange data with the other copy of the game, because you needed both, you know, memory cards in, one for each mm-hmm. town. And it would actually tell that game, okay, Lionel the Lion's gonna move in two days, and then you'll tell my, you know, the other, the first game, okay, Lionel the Lion's moving in in two days. So they would actually leave, even in GameCube, yeah, that's in the, the GameCube or give Cube them appropriate, like, yeah, signs, or yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all interconnected. Yeah, so it makes no. I mean, I just think it's mind blowing that the GameCube version did that with memory cards. Like, yeah, had so people cool. move between the so It's was, been connected from the start, just very really
1: poorly, yeah. originally. I mean, what made me think that you get, like, a copy of my... Nope. Because, like, Jose well, be, got, a, will, got so, a... Oh, really? Yeah, like, Elvis had a crocodile named Del. And then he, and he moved into later, it. A few later, he moved into mine, but he's still over there.
0: And really? Elvis, I don't think that's supposed to happen. And I
1: was going to talk to him, and he's like, Oh, I, who are you? Oh, you're Elvis? And they have the exact same house, practically. Well, I mean, it's a set personality, it's, so... It's
0: supposed yeah. to... The way it worked in past games was if they moved to a friend's town, it had to be a friend, they'd leave the original oh, means, town. The there was a case, I mean, there's a case of... Uh, well, not no person's moving into mine. There's a case of a friend in high school. Um, his villager literally left his town, came to my town said, Hi, I just moved here from friend's town name. Oh, that's cool. Like, it, they they're supposed to transfer. I don't know why yours did. Well, I mean, it
1: could, it could be just by chance. You yeah, I am not sure because... Did I, he say he came from Elvis... Or... No, no, no. Mine's no, no. still in oh, my no, Well That's the thing, because in the beginning, um, you have like five villagers, but then I think like five more move in. So it's So those are like the yeah. ten preset. And I guess he was well, they're not like, preset, they're randomized. Well, oh, it, I mean, yeah. ran, you have ten preset villagers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So I guess I he was just in my first wave. and. Right. And one final yeah. thought on... Unless, is there anything you want oh. to... Well, I mean, other than the online, like, I know yeah. the online feature is really, really fun. Like,
0: yeah, it's basically safe, uh, but with the addition of the activities.
1: Yeah, like we had one... We were playing with one guy... And then, like, we can literally be doing nothing for hours, but yeah. still have fun. That's We're what's just...
0: great about Animal Crossing—is it literally is. I oh, remember people that you don't
1: know either. Oh yeah, yeah. I played with a uh, twelve-year-old Japanese yeah. girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but and yeah, was, that's me. A, a French, didn't use a French person or Italian person? Yeah, person. yeah it, was through, it was a French person, and she asked mm-hmm. like, "Oh, do you talk English?" Like, "Oh, well, I do, but like right. as she does, right. and not much." So I, start, so I just started communicating communicating with her through Google Translator.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's just like the thing with Animal Crossing is. See that's another example.
1: Spending in place with your friends, yeah, and but just be fun that's somebody.
0: another example of the thing I was saying about how like this game's just expanding on it. Like in the past, Nail Crossings that were online, you had to know the person you're connecting with. What now about it's in just, the just Wii like World? whoever had to know. The really? gates were only open to friends. Yep. This is the first because they were worried. The developers thing at the time, they were worried that people would go. Well, I mean, it's only towns.
1: on the island too. As long as they could go to Europe, right? Gate. That's what's but different. You still oh, that's true. what's different. It's you could not do that
0: previously. You had to go into the city gate.
1: Yeah,
0: but and also even on that note, like. They're flushing things out so much more with online than that. There's the dream houses where like you basically upload oh, right. or dream villages or whatever. You basically upload your town to a server and then anyone can visit it and mess with it and do whatever, but it doesn't actually affect you. So yeah. it's good way for people to mm-hmm. sample their towns, see what items they want. Similarly with Street Pass, this is super cool. The uh, Happy Home Showcase is now interconnected with Street Pass and Spot yeah. Pass. So like anyone, you Street Pass, you get their house, you see their items, you can literally purchase anything in their house. And Nintendo's pushing out special Spot Pass houses like Reggie's. So like they, they really—it's just they took everything and just—I know I said it, sorry, but in a nutshell, I think it's easiest sum up. They took the core Animal Crossing, which is just do whatever—it's fun somehow, even if you're just riding circles, like you said, Jose—and they blow it up to cover every possible facet of the game, and they just release new, new leaf, and it's a definitive one, and it's a must-have if you're a DS owner, in my opinion.
1: And anyway, if you had to give it a reality scheme of the game, yeah, you could think of it as a town full of furries where. <laughs> They want to be accepted in that town. Ah, uh, yes, the the, Wait, the, yeah, you're the, only the world of outcasted furries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a world of animals, and, you're and the you, only person for some, reason. and you're the only human because you're trying
0: to go and lure them back into the real world because they can't live in their fantasy. furry It's a rehab. rehab. that's what they it's move out. They... Oh, yeah, hey,
1: when they move out, they're ready. Yeah, for they a movie. move
0: out. They're going back. They're ready to take the, They're ready to take their furry costumes off <laughs> and go back to working in the real world and be part of a productive There's human a really society. These are
1: really high budget costumes because they have moving tails and everything. Yeah, well, well, these are the furriest. Of the furries, these are the ones. Yeah, These are the ones oh, that yeah, 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 should. They the never furries. take it off. Yeah. They never but take it off. It's <laughs> almost
0: <laughs> as if they're animals.
1: Almost. Almost. Animatronics. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So, so that's. I mean, I, I think I'd right, say say you guys agree. Animal Crossing is a must-have.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. All right, yeah. so that's. I mean, it didn't sound like ooh, crazy.
0: Yeah, it's doing super well. Uh, we'll have full sales numbers going forward. You know,
1: when they come out. But one other game. What? Oh no, no! I just always hear that it's just. It's oh yeah, crazy. yeah. Nintendo I sold two hundred thousand.
0: Nintendo sold two hundred thousand copies in the first week. To
1: give yeah, you get yeah. an
0: idea, Donkey Kong sold, like I said earlier, one hundred thousand. And it, <laughs> actually, no, that was only a week as well because it was only one week of reporting and that was out. Right. But it's doing well.
1: Yeah. Hardware
0: sales quadrupled the week it came out
1: for the amount you do in that game I guess yeah.
0: <laughs> and I mean it's all over it's like all over Twitter like I literally see like 15, 20 I mean obviously I follow video game people I mean, there's a lot of but like there's so pictures. many tweets oh, yeah, about Animal to, to
1: you could literally oh yeah screenshots game, yeah you could take screenshots of the game whenever you want by pressing L and R at the same time yeah and, and then save them to your 3DS camera and you can actually like tweet from your 3DS like they created a little program you can tweet them yeah. in the middle of the game oh so, that's pretty so, yeah. good yeah, the,
0: uh, the final game to touch on, this one, not a whole lot to say considering it's an expansion pack, but definitely worth mentioning is New Super Luigi U, the downloadable content for for um, New Super Mario Brothers U. It's
1: always easy to confuse those names. It
0: is. I keep calling it just New Luigi, and then I get funny expressions from you guys when I do. But, but uh, yeah. So the main thing about this is, it's a deal, it's like a DLC... It is
1: a DLC. It is. It, yeah.
0: It's, it's DLC now, but then in August they're releasing a retail physical box that it will run on its own. But right now you need to have Mario in your Wii U to play it. So it's easy. It'll be easy, yeah.
1: Extra content. Okay.
0: Extra content. But, um... It's really, you know, to me, the way I... It's basically the Lost Levels of New Super Mario Bros. U. Like, the yeah. way that new, the Lost yeah, Levels was for the original. original. Yeah. It's a harder version with crazier level design, more enemies, and just, like... It's harder. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, part of that's Luigi's physics, I'd argue. Like, it took me, I almost got a game over just getting used to his jumping and his uh, sliding.
1: I think Luigi's physics, like, they all, om- I mean, I don't want to say they made they made it easier, because it, it made me feel like, oh, I could jump over like, Oh, you could jump over everything, yeah. Yeah, but then, um, I guess they also worked around it with the game design itself, so. It's like yeah, you can't really- no, but I just meant,
0: like, part of the initial difficulty, oh. when you, like, because when you first play, you kind of hit a wall. It's not like you ease in. It's just like, oh, this is harder. And I think part of that is because you have to adjust to the physics. Once you do, it's fine. But the other major one, in the my mind... The sliding was
1: surprisingly more... Yeah, the sliding yeah. goes.
0: Like, it just... He just slides yeah, I didn't forever. think it would be that big of a
1: deal but like, Yeah. yeah. I've, I've died a few times. I days thought days. one factor would make it hard was uh, starting at 100 seconds. Yeah,
0: that's what I was about to say. Time limit's yeah. like the other big thing. But they kind of built the levels Yeah, but then around the, the levels are limit. really small. Yeah, really like, short. the levels are about half a normal level. There's no checkpoints. Yeah. It's just you start, you finish. And... You know, it's interesting because I'm playing it differently. Like, when the time limit wasn't really an issue in New Super Mario Bros. U, I'd try and get all three star coins in my run and, you know, just go explore the level for the secret coins and whatnot. This one, I'll grab the star coins I can, but I'm not going to start doubling back and trying to find them. Like, I'll just play it multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's a totally different approach. It's short
1: enough to do it. Yeah, it's
0: short enough to play over and over, and it's like, okay, I got one star coin. Let me just beat the level. Okay, let's go find the second one. So you could just, like, kind of prioritize your time. Which I think Nintendo really wants you to get all three in one go, but they do let you kind of carry them over, so. It's just it's just odd that I, like adopt and not even consciously I just started like adopting a different strategy to playing it just to accommodate the time length.
1: Yeah, this game also because of the because of the time constraint and the level design is definitely not as four player friendly as New Super Marvel's as You was. No, that's I the only ar- time we ran you know out what? Of time. I
0: would argue, it's almost it's not four player fr- four player friendly if you want to take it seriously. But it's super fun if you just want to be Nabbit and speedrun and cause <laughs> and distress all your friends. Even then,
1: Nabbit, like, we had a friend that was Nabbit, he kept me. dying.
0: Me? So like, it was me, I was Nabbit. Mm-hmm. It was last week.
1: We were playing with Gilbert?
0: Oh, no, well, it was the day after. Oh,
1: no, uh, like, Nabbit, oh, yeah. and everybody kept dying so many times. Like, even. Well, that... the thing about Nabbit is if you
0: have any, yeah, if you speedrun with Nabbit, you will fall through holes and whatnot, but you will not die if you hit enemies. So when we played it, us, I guess without Gilbert, a lot of our friends, uh, when we played it, I was Nabbit an and I was just speedrunning like crazy, and you guys kept dying because I'd like kill, <laughs> you know, I'd drag the screen with me so you'd get stuck. And that was fun until I fell in a hole. But like, if you go like that and just do it like nonsensically, it's fun. But if you want to seriously play it, it is a little more difficult. Yeah, the there are time
1: definitely levels designed for one player. Yeah. Yeah. The platforms are a lot skinnier, and, and even then, out. it's like yeah. everything destroys after the first person passes. Yeah, yeah. Like there's the, a
0: lot. It, it's really encouraging. Yeah, you're supposed running.
1: to. It's like you have to be, all be together. I mean, that almost seems kind of impossible for people to do. I that, just it. with very varying different skill
0: levels. Well, you're, that's the thing. It's not varying skill levels. this is the lost levels equivalent. This no, is no, for also, the hardest well, that, of the well, hardcore. Like, I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, just the fact that the option is there,
0: but it's yeah. also it's kind of half there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half-assed. But well, not really half. Like it's there, but it's not a
1: main. Maybe the intention. Point. Maybe you're supposed to carry people. Yeah, but I think you're the same amount, same But I was major. I was
0: going to say that uh, with Nabbit, it is perfect for newbies. Like if you're playing with like, let's say you're a dad and you're playing with your son, and you can handle the hard <laughs> levels, it is a fun way for the kid to get in on it. Like it's exactly what or until. give the
1: parent Nabbit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or
0: yeah, in our case, give our parents. Like it, it make it's perfectly. Uh, I think it's a great addition. Actually, I I would like to see when they patched Mario U f- in preparation for this. I would like to see Nabbit as a playable option in Mario U not yeah. me personally just the concept makes sense yeah. i don't know why they didn't Same do that idea. but overall though i mean one thing worth mentioning is they did like you could tell they had fun designing the levels like there's so many like crazy like things they did also or like
1: eight like, bit luigi yeah every level
0: has a hidden eight bit luigi there's so much luigi imagery like some of the like you know towers with faces on them or whatever one of them will randomly be luigi's face or, like there's giant like pixely eight bit luigi's right. and, like three stories tall or whatever i posted one on a uh, Meverse actually a photo of it but,
1: um, yeah, you could tell, like, your Luigi was revolving around this yeah, game.
0: Yeah, and they had like they have, like, the topiary, like, you know, the plants that they sculpt like Luigi, and they had fun with it. You could tell that they really enjoyed making the game and coming up with crazy level designs and crazy Luigi imagery within the level designs. <laughs> but, I mean, for 20 bucks, i definitely say it's worth it. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, it's an expansion pack, but it, 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 there's enough to it that it feels, I won't quite say, like a new game. But it does have like some extra, like I almost, I almost feel like the graphics got some sort of like they add some effects <laughs> or something. Like it looks Percevo.
1: a little. I don't, I don't think
0: it did. No, I think they added some like lighting or. Um, I mean, not lighting, but they added some like something. Well, maybe to the maybe to the world around him. Like maybe the world around him is more detail. Like the levels themselves. Maybe maybe I'm crazy, but it seems like they added a little
1: something. I just think. Uh, I mean, I I remember after uh, we beat Super Mario Brothers, new Super Mario Brothers, U, mm-hmm. like it kind of left me wanting more. Just like it's always fun right. those games are always so fun and then when you beat them it's like well I guess that's it and yeah. they still have the challenge mode but you still kind of want new levels yeah and so here
0: like, you go the downside though is the bosses are all the same
1: yeah. all of them which has
0: let a lot of people between the bosses and shorter levels a lot of people are like oh the developers were so lazy blah 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 but honestly
1: I to don't know the program new bosses case. would have probably taken a lot longer yeah and I honestly, think honestly it's been for some reason I couldn't even remember if the bosses were new when I was playing oh, no they're identical like, no I know yeah. but that's not like if they I guess the bosses like I don't know. They've been using the coupling since like Super Super Mario Bros. 2 and the new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Yeah. Wii U, so they seem so interchangeable now. Yeah. It's like, I don't don't even remember. I don't remember. I didn't remember Bowser Jr. and the submarine.
0: Right. But apparently, we did
1: that before. Yeah, he
0: wasn't that before. But uh, in
1: terms of. And in terms of the complaint, because that, that,
0: you know, does a good job addressing those complaints that the bosses are lazy. But in terms of, like, people saying the level design is lazy. I don't think, I think they just changed the dynamic. I think the gameplay is just a different dynamic. I don't think it's the developers going, oh, we'll do half levels, because... I can't leave mm. them through me
2: that. Yeah, it's, it's not like... kind of challenging. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's almost more like they were like, how do we make Mario kind of Super Meat Boy-ish? Like, short levels, very clear start and end point, no, like, goal, no checkpoint, you just go. And you go fast. Like, obviously mm. it's nowhere near the same as Super Meat Boy, but it's kind of a similar philosophy. Did I didn't
1: notice there were no checkpoints. Yeah, no checkpoints no. at all.
0: It's a similar philosophy, I'd argue. And I think was a conscious choice. I don't think they're being lazy. I think they're just like, how we make it harder. <laughs> we make it really intense and quick. So, I'd recommend it. I think it's great. Um, although, I still like. I still wish I. I wish the box version was out, because I want the box. Oh, yeah. But there is an incentive to get it on Club Nintendo, and that's uh, right now until August 4, 1st. If you download it and complete the registration survey, you get 40 coins instead of 20. And the final Double retail gold. copy will probably either be 20 or 30 coins. So it's definitely... Like if you're on Club Nintendo, go digital. I'd say. Yep. And definitely check it out. It's good. It's a good. It's a good stopgap until the fall lineup.
1: You could buy a cheap used game. Yeah. <laughs> Use more just okay. to get the case.
0: Yep. But um,
1: that is true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, unless there's anything else you want to add about Luigi, I think that almost that pretty much does it. It was definitely our longest episode ever. I blame third chair. Really- <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I don't mean it negatively. I just mean when there's, more people, fans, it doesn't matter. when there's more people talking, obviously, it takes longer. But it's, I yeah. would argue also potentially more engaging. And I'm curious... Well, the Comic-Con when Comic-Con, we had four people. And we went for two hours with no news and strictly impressions. <laughs> but only, uh, no, no. I think we had... No, we had a little news, but it was much less. I, yeah, I... You know, I'm curious... Uh, I think we're all curious, uh, dear listeners. Um, it sounds like I'm like a communist leader whenever I say, <laughs> dear listeners. Anyway, I feel like I feel like I live in North Korea or something. It's like, you know, dear supreme leader. Anyway, uh, <laughs> listeners out there, uh, please, uh, you know, it was based on your suggestion in part that we brought back the third chair. So if you like it, if you don't like it, what works, what doesn't work, please let us know in the comments on ramtown.com on this blog post. Even if you nice. don't like it,
1: I'm sure I'll be back. Yeah, pretty
0: much. <laughs> but no, but we can, you know, gauge if you should be on more or whatever. So, uh, well, episode 47, turning Over a New Leaf is named the blog post so however i'm know what you think about that about animal crossing new leaf about new super luigi U, about any of the news we talked about really but uh also if you haven't already done so i encourage you of course i do because i wrote it to check out my <laughs> article Nintendo's cult of personality on the site it's an extra on the site uh it i i like it and apparently a lot of people <laughs> do too because it got like really good response from reddit so uh, go oh, check had that a out
1: whole conversation on it
0: yeah not only that but got like 200 plus uh, upvotes, yeah so definitely go check that out which is plus. a record for us I think but uh, yeah go check that out um, Good for you. just for kind of a well for the side oh, the side yeah. but uh, what was going to say yeah check that out just for the sake of you know getting a different perspective on E3 <laughs> than what anyone else has provided because literally hey, no you, one cool. has covered this like it's kind of a weird little thing I noticed and picked up on or ran with uh, also, be sure to tune in to our next episode on July 14th, because we will have our belated Game of War impressions, which were originally supposed to be today, but we pushed them back for obvious reasons, because we're at two and a half hours. Um, similarly, we'll have full news from Nintendo's general shareholder meeting, where Iwata said he's not resigning. We're just waiting on the transcript from that to be released. But what I've been hearing <laughs> is... He
1: huh? Turns out he does resign.
0: Nah, yeah, that'd be weird. If <laughs> awesome. But what I've been hearing is he talked about some new Miiverse improvements, some, uh, some online info from Mario Kart and Smash Bros., so... Yeah, stay tuned for that. And also, we're going to be at MA Expo during the week of July 4th. And I know Axis Games has at least one announcement. Who knows whether video game stuff is there, but we'll cover it next episode. So yeah. Uh, also, keep an eye on the site, this coming weekend, July 4th weekend, we're going to have a, the Return of the Flashback series, where we have Jose's awesome artwork with both of our, with both of <laughs> our uh, words to describe our favorite Game Boy Advance games. So that's coming up this coming weekend. With that said... That's a lot of stuff I just told you. Easiest way to make sure you don't miss it. Follow us on Twitter at RamNintendo or individually. I'm GSR7. He's Wero, W-E-I-R-O, underscore O. Uh, follow <laughs> us on Miiverse if you want to see what we're playing. Subscribe to us on iTunes so you don't miss an episode since, you know, people's lives get busy. It's summer. you've going to be outside and you won't be checking. But iTunes will be checking. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We will see you on July 14th for the next episode. Mm-hmm.